You're in the wait, 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 wait. Say that again. I'm just, I just started recording. Say that again, Brad. Left 4 Dead 2, not that good. Coming from someone who likes Assassin's Creed 2, that is fucking mentalist talk. Oh, coming from a guy who likes the Saboteur, which is an inferior game. Which is compared good. To the... Look, look, the look. Saboteur look. is everything that Assassin's Creed 2 is, but not gay. Oh, right, except, like, you have to tap A to climb up buildings. That's... Look, 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 okay. I think the Saboteur is okay. I think the Assassin's Creed 2 is okay. Left 4 Dead 2 is great. So therefore, it's a fact, because I'm the medium point between you two, and I just broke the tie. Left 4 Dead 2 is good, and if you don't think so, then you're probably stupid. Left 4 Dead 2 is lower on GameSpot. That also means that sitting on your ass getting fat and eating pizza is better than having muscles. It means (laughs) I I am everything right, and you are everything wrong now. Officially. No, you know why? Because when I was younger, I was given magic that made me a bigger and stronger man than everyone else on the planet. That's therefore I'm that's better. That's just magic, as in magic, not magic, but the film with the wooden puppet. I've never seen that one, man. Is it kind of like the labyrinth? It's an obscure reference. Sorry, man. Here's what excites me about that that DLC. The fact that you can't play as as the the regular survivors is kind of a bummer, but it also makes me think that maybe they're going to release DLC for Left 4 Dead 1, where you do play as Zoe and all those guys, and then you see the Left 4 Dead 2 survivors, and then you go on your way. That would be cool. Another theory. What'd you say, Hamza? No. But you can't play as the Left 4 Dead 1 survivors? No, in in the passing DLC for Left 4 Dead 2, you're playing as the Left 4 Dead 2 survivors who meet the Left 4 Dead 1 survivors. You can't play as the Left 4 Dead 1 survivors. Some people have have theorized that it will mean they are infected, hmm. the, the original. But Valve also promised um, new voice clips for the first four survivors, so I doubt they'd be talking unless they are just making noises, like and, infected noises. And that would just be cruel as hell to, to make our, our best buddies infected when it's yeah. pretty obvious that the community doesn't like the uh, Left 4 Dead 2 survivors as much as they like Left 4 Dead 1 survivors. Uh. Or maybe Valve's doing what Kojima did with Raiden, and it's like, we're going to shove these down your throat until you do like them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll have somebody hold down a boat with his, like, leg. You know why he's missing both arms? Oh, yeah. Zoe and Nick will be doing that together. Totally. What other news did you want to talk about? That's the only news that I actually cared about over this past couple days. Well... You had the Age of Conan thing, right, Jim? I don't know how we got I, serious. I thought we were just going to yell at each other. <laughs> yeah, I thought we would. I, I, I came in here just looking to yell. I've done that. Yeah, and I just, I just shit got serious. I'm like, I got nothing to add. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, all oh, Nicholson oh. did, Nicholson just messaged me and was like, let's do a supplementary podcast. And I got scared, totally. so I said, all right. I think, <laughs> I think this is needed. I mean, Detoid is down, and, and I tell you what, it's kind of a bummer. It's fucking horse shit. I reckon I reckon Ray did it on purpose so that we'd all watch that Left 4 Dead 2 nomination video. That it's is true. what I think. I think when, when they were all sleeping on Saturday night, Ray got up and just kicked the server. What, why is that a, one of our Game of the Year nominees? I still Because don't it's that. really good. Because it's fucking good, you moron. Did you like the first Left 4 Dead? I don't know. That, didn't Left 4 Dead 2 come out last year? Came, what? Sorry. It came out like two months ago. Did you watch the video? There's, there's zombie strippers. That's why it's our our game of the year nominee. Wait, why did, did you like the first one, Brad? I did. Then why don't you like the second one? Because, and here it is, I I didn't run into a witch who was invincible. I didn't fall through levels. Okay, so you're angry at the bugs. 
the bugs are shit, the man. Small bugs that you've come across like maybe once no. in potentially. I've I've come across no gl- no glitches at all, which means none of them exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can corroborate have, that, which have, means they doubly yeah, don't exist. Exactly. It means they never. Had, it means you never even said them. Essentially, you had one of your weird steroid dreams. Which is what you, hey, you strangled your family and then you imagine that you found an invincible witch. Brad, do you like Dragon Age? I do, I love it. How many how many uh, glitches have you run into so far? Hundreds, at the, at the very yeah. least. Oh, well, okay. The, good points. It's oh, but it's still good. Oh, it's it's the best game I've played this year. Hamza has a point. And, and I will add to that that Bioware does need a few programmers just the same as Valve does. But Bioware makes a better game overall than Left 4 Dead 2. No! No! It's the, you can't even compare them. They're not even yeah, remotely yes similar. They both have melee weapons. Oh, no, they you don't get to pull that. <laughs> they both have undead characters in them. No, they're completely different. They both have shitty AI, but <laughs> you actually need ally AI in Dragon Age Origins and you don't need it in Left 4 Dead 2. Right, so, ergo, Left 4 Dead 2 is better than Dragon Age Origins. No, here, here we go. D becomes oh. comes before L, therefore, Dragon Age is better. It could be Left a list of shitty things, then D is before L. It doesn't have to be a list of the best, we could have a shittiest... Yeah. We, you're, what are you talking about, Brad? Plus, there is a number 4 in Left 4 Dead 2's title, and numbers always come before letters in listings. There's two numbers therefore, in Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> Hell yeah, two! That means it's twice as better. If you inserted zeros instead of O's in Dragon Age Origins... Then it's zero, then it equals nothing. Anything multiplied by zero is nothing. But zero comes before one, or two, or four. The name Valve is shorter than Bioware. (laughs) I fucking... This is the stupidest conversation anyone has ever had, ever. I have an Asus monitor, which means that... Dragon Age Origins is better. Is it just My... the bugs that you don't like? Or is there something about the mechanics and the spitter and the new weapons that you don't like? Did you not like the new campaigns? I, I, I didn't like You the, know what uh... it is? He doesn't like the fact that a tank isn't like the star this time. It, it, what's, the, what's the other strong infected now? The, yeah, he's just, he's oh, the charger? The tank, he's pissed off that the tank wasn't just a fucking capture of him. That is true. We need to fix that. It wasn't that. His, his, his little face on top of somebody. The, I mean, somebody could hypothetically in the community could... I mean, they had that boomer thong model, that mod swap. Somebody could, somebody could do that with a tank, just make it a big running around Brad Nicholson with a goatee. I bet well, make sure my tats are on there, though. <laughs> and I have dragon wings on my back, too. No. No. Uh, You're looking at a gift mod in the mouth. Yet. Do you have a dragon tattoo? Man, I tell you what, my back... It looks amazing. Have you guys ever seen Red Dragon? Yes. Oh, this is my question, you asshole. Look, I'm telling you that I have a dragon's butt on my butt. The... Think about that. I'm, I am, and it's not coming up as something badass. It's coming up like a funny thing in my Dude, mind. I am the dragon. Yeah, you have, it basically, you have, you have combined the idea of the tramp stamp with J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> Do you see the tail on my butt? Do you see? <laughs> I love that scene, by the way. I like the next scene better. What happened after that? Was it the wheelchair on fire? Yeah, with the wheelchair on fire. Yeah, that was pretty rad, too. Are there wheelchairs? I like the scene where you see Ralph finds his bum. <laughs> totally, and he had the sweetest tattoo ever, right? 
Yeah, you see his bum. <laughs> so hanging out. He's like, I'm Ralph Fiennes, and this is my bum. <laughs> where, where are? What are we doing now? I don't know. I'm I don't know. This it's your idea to come on here. Well, you know, I think our readers will appreciate this. I, I think they'll listen and be like, well, you know, these guys are trying to work. I don't think that's the, the conclusion you can draw from what we're talking about. I don't think trying to rank Dragon Age versus Left 4 Dead based on numerical <laughs> or alphabetical order is necessarily, oh, these guys are really trying to work hard and, and do yeah, their jobs I, properly. I think they will think these guys are trying to work and give us content, but I really wish they didn't. <laughs> I, think, I think Destructoid being down is better than this. <laughs> This is rad. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think they're never going to go back to the Destructoid. I think that's what's going to be the result of this. <laughs> then I'll kill him with my fist. <laughs> but they'll still not come back. That's fine. <laughs> so, I, talk. I want to get some mitt in here because he started this, this Left for Dead. He went, get this. Uh, message message him and tell him to get on Skype. At news of Left for Dead 2, he just went, meh. Like, this is a man who spends... 25 minutes per podtoid talking about Lego Rock Band. <laughs> and he says, meh. He doesn't have the right. <laughs> By, this should be a law written into the American Constitution that says, and Samit can't say meh at things. <laughs> but Lego Rock Band's such a good game. Is it better than Dragon Age? Because it has a fucking several zeros in it? You fucking... Uh, does, doesn't it? You, were you about ready to call me a name? Yeah, I was. And then I couldn't what? come up with something appropriate. I didn't know what to... <laughs> yeah. I, the, 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 the train ran out of steam right at the end. It's okay. I think we're almost out of steam. You know, I think you were just more afraid than out of steam. That's probably it, too. The steam was uh, was removed by your rippling pectorals. It's true. I did go to the gym today. I ended my seven-day hiatus. Seven days? Okay. Wow. Yeah, dude. It was tough, man. Like, this morning I jumped out of the room and I just, like, almost ran to the gym because I realized, you know, I could go to the gym today. I can't relate to that kind of work ethic. That's when people are like, yeah, I just, I, I, I take my home, where work home with me and I just, I just stay after hours at the office and stuff. Like, I don't understand that. That's, it's, it's completely, uh, like, what's the word, foreign to me or alien to me. That someone I, would want what, to improve themselves. What the fuck is a gym? <laughs> it's this awesome place where people sweat. Oh. That doesn't sound awesome at all. No, that sounds it's like the Catholic Church. English writer on Destructoid. <laughs> sweat is the best thing ever. That is true, say. though. I discovered this today. One of the many things I've done today out of boredom was Googling my name. It's not sad if you've got a name <laughs> worth Googling before any funny comments come from cunts, right? But apparently the search term Jim Sterling is a douche yeah. is... It's been searched enough for it to be one of Google's suggestions, <laughs> which is quite interesting. Oh, that's weird. I've just now um, typed in Anthony Burris just to see what came up, and it's nothing even remotely interesting. There's a picture of a, of a dolphin beached on a on a beach with seemingly no explanation. <laughs> oh, it's a retroverse go thing. Boring. I, I got Brad Nicholson Twitter. Like that's uh, that's the only thing that comes up, and destructoid. But but if you actually click through, you get pictures of me and the infamous Podtoid eighty one with the uh, Brad Sting kind of business. Oh yeah yeah. You get pictures of me and terrorists <laughs> when you Google my name. I'm gonna do that real quick. I kind of know what that's like. <laughs> what do you what do you mean me and terrorists? yeah? <laughs> you mean terrorists? Uh, 
Right, right. One of the are you are you going to do that thing when you go preview Medal of Honor reboot and just start screaming why they put your family in it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, mean, I, I kind of have to. <laughs> the fuck? Why is there shit in Afghanistan? That's my family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should really. You should really ask the developers like what their beef is with Afghanistan, though. You'd probably throw them through a loop. <laughs> is that like when you ask the, the Wolfenstein guys why there are no wolves in a game called Wolfenstein? <laughs> and they had no idea how to respond? That was the most awkward thing ever, I think. Were you in I, person when you did that? Yeah, yeah, that was totally in person. <laughs> I, I also asked them, uh, <laughs> this is a question here, like last year, this is football stuff, but I'll make it brief. Brett Favre jumped teams. Right, so he went from one team to the other. So I asked them uh, what they thought about that, and you know it was a totally oddball question. And he's like, "Dude, what do you, what do you ask me that?" <laughs> it was uh, it was Peter Sakal, right? What the uh, fuck? Sorry, someone's just hit on my wife again. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> like in person or on there's the internet? There's some guy. There's some creepy guy around the apartment. I'll tell you the whole story. Sorry, bud to cut in, but this is more important. <laughs> there is this guy, right? Black. And I've got to point out he's black, not for a, not because I'm racially profiling all black men as people who hit on white women, which may or may not be deep true. But this is... It's important. Because when I was away in Miami, right, um, my wife is like, just taking out some trash. He rolls up with, you know, gold teeth and that. And he actually had gold teeth. I'm, like, I'm really glad that he actually did. <laughs> because yeah, otherwise no, that did. was going to be the worst sentence ever. No, he did have gold teeth. And he was um, hitting on my wife, like, talking about, you know, seeing uh, sort of a pretty woman out or whatever and wanting to say hello and, and that and asks if she's with anyone. And she goes, no, I'm married. And he says, oh, where's your wedding ring? As if she's on trial. <laughs> as if this is the Nuremberg trials or something. And she's like... Like, we never bothered to get one because of cost. I've actually, you know, I ordered one for Christmas now, but, you know, we didn't at the time. And she says, oh, you know, it was a cost thing. We decided not to get one right now. And then he said, oh, is your husband black? And I don't know what he meant by that. <laughs> Either he meant, I thought, is your husband black, as in black people are too cheap to afford rings, but he was black himself. So my theory is that he thought if I was black, he could then broker a deal with me. <laughs> like, like just a, a, something between brothers as some kind of indecent proposal or something. And, and then have her. And apparently she was out checking the mail and he's hit on her again. <laughs> he's in this apartment complex. So I'm going to find him and then tell Brad where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Will do, sir. How bad do I have to hurt him, though? Just knock out his gold teeth and then give them to me and I will sell them on eBay. Also, what's, your, what's your wife's phone number? Yeah, that's, the, that's the downside oh. of, of hiring Brad to do something. He will, he will protect yeah. your wife, but then he will ask for payment in the form of your wife. Yeah, I have to pay him in vagina dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's okay, right? I think oh, I heard you fine. say yes. Okay, all right. She's agreed to it anyway because I am quite fat. She's probably sick of having sex with me. <laughs> this, this podcast is... Wow. So, Brad, what were you going to suppose your story? Great. Was... And then now I got images of Jim, and yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I had stories. Oh, it's, 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 it, the real thing is worse. I'll get on a webcam sometime and show you my red, huffing, sweating, more. 
a bit oh. of black oil dribbling out the side where I've been eating bad fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is the best. And then a slight ever. wince as I stick something up my bum. <laughs> So, uh, Heavy Rain might have DLC. That's a big deal. No, you're, you're, this is futile. I think this is good, though. I think this is a keeper, right? Picture, man. He's so cool in his rock band. This is bullshit. What? <laughs> Is this Hello. shitty? Is anybody even listening to this, or are we just talking with each other? I'm uploading it to the forums. Why did you want to be invited? What do you mean, why did I want to be invited? <laughs> I mean, why did you want to be invited? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Because this is nothing. This is a bullshit conversation. There's nothing interesting going on here. That's like going to, to, to church. There was going to be a better uh, analogy in my mind, but no, it's church. Well, I okay, suggested I news, like a rational I mean, person. I mean, something is happening, right? I think Brad probably misled you into thinking something was happening. Look, something did I, happen. I had a Jim great idea. Things up his butt and yeah, we like recorded this. something and then it fell apart and then we stopped. Well, it's fucking talk about video games. Ahead. Isn't that what this is? Aren't we supposed to talk about video games? Do you think like, that Brad is stupid for not liking Left 4 Dead 2? Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right, well, then that's before, like that's like three against one. He's like, I got stuck in a wall once. <laughs> it's not. It's not just once, <laughs> man. Game this shit. Ah, uh, I tell you what, man. You guys are just smearing me. That's all this is—just smear attacks. Well, isn't it true that every time Left 4 Dead 2 comes up, the first thing you come up with is that it's buggy, dude? Because it is. So fucking Dragon Age is perfect. That's like your favorite game ever. You make fucking videos of yourself touching a girl in Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> to it. That's the greatest thing ever. I mean, that's you that's that turned you on shit too. It's okay, man. Okay, so Drag Dragon Age sucks because every time they talk and their lips move, it doesn't fucking match at all. Worst game ever. <laughs> My man comes in here. I all... actually agree with that. I I, I don't like, know what to do. Two games, two games that you name as like some of your best ever, right? Dragon Age and Assassin's Creed Two both have massive what? like glitchy bullshit well, in it. When did Brad say well, Assassin's well, Creed Two was his favorite well, game? He says it. He says it. Sometimes. <laughs> he does say it, though. I've seen him do it, right? And he draws, like, pictures of him and Ezio having sex. <laughs> I must have missed that one. It is. I saw him do it, and he looked at me when he did it, which proves he did it. And <laughs> it is disgusting. <laughs> Man, I, like, anyway. I like Dragon Age, and I would defend Brad had it not been for the things that you said about Left 4 Dead 2. So you're on your own. Well, that's the thing. You are a hypocrite. It's not like, like I'm making this up. shit up. Where you guys been? I, I, that, it's never I happened to me, literally. Before. As far I, as I know, you just made it up. As far as I know, I it's a little Brad Nicholson cheese. mental thing. You ate too much cheese one night before bedtime, had a nightmare about Left 4 Dead 2 being glitchy, and now you think it's real. <laughs> there is not a single glitch in Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much perfect. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Yeah. That, that one time where Coach tried to ever. hand me pills when I was trying to kill zombies, and instead of holding a gun, I was holding pills and getting mauled by zombies. <laughs> totally intentional. intentional. Yeah. That's a fucking feature. The expansion pack, it'll do the exact same thing. Yeah, it, it makes it scarier. It's like, <laughs> will, I, will my... 
gun literally turn into a bottle of pills. That is a scary thing. That video of all the AI jumping off the roof to save a guy who had been uh, knocked off, completely intentional. It was for entertainment purposes. It was a very funny video, and I commend Valve for having a sense of humor. Man, you guys have been eating the Kool-Aid. What have you got to say? You don't eat Kool-Aid! Although that actually that Im- that image is actually kind of better than just drinking Kool Aid of just like pouring the, the, the powder Brad into just, your mouth. Brad is so mighty that he just throws whole glasses into his mouth. <laughs> I imagine Brad mixing in like the the the, 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 the like the creatine powder with Kool Aid and just doing lines of it. I Seriously, if Brad is thirsty for milk, he just swallows a whole cow and then shits out the meat, which he'll <laughs> then have for his dinner later. I've seen that happen. I did it in LA twice. I'm gonna post this thing on the fucking pod toy forums. Wait a minute. So <laughs> we should probably talk about something else. I mean, what the fuck is going on? I mean, the site's down. What would we be talking about on the site if the site worked? Are we uh, recording? Brad Nicholson eating cows and again? yeah, we're recording again. Okay, cool, cool. So the fuck is what, so? What, what's supposed to be going on today? We already talked about the Left 4 Dead 2, the passing thing. Yeah. All right. So that's Left it. Dead's pretty much. Them. Yeah, that's that's uh, the extent of it. Can we talk about it being our uh, game of the year nominee? Um, we can. I it's, guess. We had Brad Nicholson asking nominee. why. I, I think someone was asking why it's Game of the Year nominee, and we kind kind of answered it because it's one of the games of the year, obviously. <laughs> yeah, if you, you liked know. the first Left 4 Dead, I literally cannot begin to imagine why you would not like the second Left 4 Dead, unless you're Brad <laughs> and retarded. Well, it is, it is way fucking difficult for no reason. Hmm? It is way more fucking difficult for no reason. A lot of people don't like it because they can't fucking beat any of the campaigns. Really? Which is probably their problem. But I've never heard that before. Are, are these people playing it on, like, the 360 or, or the it PC? It can be tough. I, I think sometimes the balance is a little strange. Um, I once had three tanks come at once, which is bullshit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's rare occurrence. Um, it... you know, I've... I've I think the only campaign I did not officially beat, even though I've completed each individual chapter, but I've never been able to do it in one go, was, I think it's Swamp Fever, for some reason. Some bullshit always happens. Well, I think the um, upshot of that is that the increased difficulty means that Versus is much, much, much more balanced and fair than absolutely. it was in Left 4 Dead 1. Because it's not about, yeah, you know, versus- you don't get the health bonuses, it's about just how far can you go, and it's actually hard to go really far this time. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Versus is fantastic in Left 4 Dead 2. So there's your crap game, Brad Nicholson. It, it, okay, if you really want me to be reasonable, I I, I want to add that you, the bugs were an issue for me. I rarely turned on that game and didn't experience some kind of weird problem. Was this PC and, or 360? 360, and I, wow. I, I mean, I understand this is just brand. Well, there's your problem, then. Like, I, I if get... you were the perfect life form like me and had a PC instead of a Mac. You're so but... excited now that Dragon Age is on a Mac. That's what's your game of the year. Man, that is pretty rad, though. They're using the Cider engine, which uh, is what EA did with Warhammer Online. And it runs pretty good. I'd be kind of a... I'm, I'm a little weary, though. Dragon Age is a pretty pretty lush, visually game kind of thing. So, really? Yeah, there'll probably be a lot of glitches. I mean, it'll, it'll <laughs> be... There'll be invincible witches. I mean, it's much more of a... <laughs> much more of a game than, than Warhammer Online is just in terms of intensity and stuff so it'd be interesting to see what the cider engine can do like with a real game instead of like a you know five year old MMO hmm. so what's but, uh, is, is Dragon Age your would that be your game of the year then? yeah that's what I voted for mm-hmm. 
I, I really think the uh, the complexity of the characters, um, just uh, the narrative complexity in general. Like that, that was an awesome story that they tell, and there, there's so much into it that that if you explore and seek answers, you'll get them. And I think that's kind of rare in RPGs. Like the people that you meet in the game, I mean, with the exception of typical NPCs, right? But the people you do meet in the game generally are real characters in a sense that they have motivations and they respond differently to uh, you know, the things you may say. So like we talked earlier about Morgan, I think on a previous podcast, how she responds to not just you being a dickhead but you being sarcastic or particularly lustful or, or something like that, you know? Like she's a, she's a she's more than just like I'm evil. And I don't think a lot of, especially Bioware games, have really done that yet. Mm-hmm. I think that in of itself is interesting. I, I love the story just in general, but I think the mechanics need some work just in terms of the combat. Uh, on the console version, at least, that that's about my only knock on it. I thought it was a little too rigid at times, a little too hard to control. And I also that thought was the my problem with that. I also thought like, the difficulty think, was weird. Difficulty is very weird. It was totally unbalanced. It was like, you can go through a whole dungeon and be fine, and then go into a room with the exact same enemies who you've just been beating really easily, and they will suddenly destroy you. Uh, it didn't make a lot of sense. But as an experience, as I said in the review, it's very, very good. It's just the the combat, the actual gameplay part of it, didn't quite work out brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I might have to try the PC version, see if it's better. Um, I, I, I think... I think what would have been better, and it would have dramatically changed what the game is. So, but if they if they took off or at least I don't know added a little bit of a, I can't think of the right word to articulate this. But if if they killed the level cap to some degree, not not hang on, I guess that's the bad word, not the level cap, but you know how the monsters scale with you. Yeah. If, if they if they took that down a couple notches, I think it would have been fine. It also gave you the opportunity to uh, fight in more. Uh, outside battles on the when you travel the map, that way you can actually level up as well. I, I think that would have worked. That way, I would have hated that. That would have just been grinding. Then you'd be at a JRPG again. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily JRPG territory. I mean, we're talking the difference between like one and two levels versus like twenty. Mm. You know, because I mean, when you sit down to grind in a JRPG, you, you're sitting down to grind for hours. You, that's a good not, point. Yeah, you know, that just doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, give me the opportunity. Like have it to where I can beat it at a, at a given level. Like, whenever I get there, if I'm level 15, I can beat it at level 15. But if I'm level 17, I can fucking get through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That's what I would have liked, because I, I think at times, especially some of those dragon fights, um, particularly uh, the... Uh, I guess I shouldn't reveal it. But there was one dragon fight that I just thought was fucking ridiculous. Like, way too hard. Totally unbalanced. Was well, no that one clue. optional? Are you talking about the one at the... Uh, the yeah, the Sacred Ashes? One. Uh no no oh. not that one oh okay the the, the yeah. shape shifting thing yeah yeah that one wasn't so bad I actually liked the 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 dilemma that one presented because you know the person who asks you to go kill that dragon like you can lie and just bring back the thing and not actually kill the dragon and I was just I was just I was so bad at killing the thing that I I, I just had to to lie and go back and that actually kind of felt kind of cool to sort of compromise what I had intended to do with it doesn't matter Nick and Hamza what are your games of the the the, the year your what did you vote for? Um, I think I, I think I voted for Uncharted Two as my game of the year. It's just thought it was a pretty tight experience from beginning to end. God, that game is so shit. Have you played yeah. it? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, it's not shit. 
Of course it's not shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good game. Anthony, have you played it? Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's there's stuff about it that's obviously kind of wonky, like in terms of how often uh, they would just take control away from, you know, cutscenes and blah, blah, blah. But just in terms of just being a really good shooter experience and being surprisingly, like, I was really surprised that I ended up liking the characters as much as I did. I thought I wouldn't give a shit about them at all. And by the end, I really liked, you know, Elena and Chloe, or whatever her name was, and all those guys. I, I liked them. I can't remember their names. Fuck the guy who plays Drake not getting the VGA for the best performance in a video game. Yeah, I don't know what He's the, the fuck happened with that. the best video game voice actor ever. Who, who did get He's it? He's really Jack Black. Fucking Hugh Jackman. What? Wait, no, no, no. Hugh Jackman won the... Okay, so here's the thing. Like, when we, as a VGA judge, when we handed in our nominations, there was no best vocal female performance with, like, Megan Fox and all that shit. Like, that didn't fucking exist. Like, when they announced the nominees, that, like, randomly popped up out of nowhere. When we voted, we voted for best uh, female... Uh, well, what the hell was it? It was best female vocal performance, but it was it was, like, actual voice actors, you know? Like... You know, yeah. you, you'd pick, like, Chloe or, you know, Morgan from Dragon Age for that. But they, they completely ended up scrapping that shit. So then they had one that was essentially just, like, best male Hollywood actor in, in a game. And what? fucking Hugh Jackman oh won that. For what, basically, the Wolverine game? The let's, Wolverine. let's just say Hugh Jackman's name award. Yeah, basically that's what that was. And huh. then I think Wolverine also won best cast for best voice, it was, which was absurd uh. because it was up Jim against, Cal. like, Ghostbusters. Which what? was the original cast of Ghostbusters? I don't like. I don't even understand how the fuck that happened. Because <laughs> it's 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 they they know their audience tragically. It's a ludicrous little show. And twelve year olds don't know who who Bill Murray is, but they know who Will I Am is. Yeah. yeah what uh? Pretty... What won best uh, movie or TV show game? I think it was. What? It was South Park. The fucking South Park. That's right. Yeah. What are you? The Tower Defense game. Yes, and it was up against Chronicles of Riddick and Ghostbusters. What? And, yeah, it was just ridiculous. Like, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like the fact that, that I was like, I feel like being a judge for that meant absolutely nothing because I know the other judges on there wouldn't have chosen South Park. So, I, I guess the audience vote swayed that one because I can't even understand. Is that how that system works? Is like it's it's partially game journals and partially audience members. Yeah, in the past, it's all been it's all been the game journals that um, did the judging and and voting at the end. But here, they just they opened it up to the public, which was obviously a bad idea. Fucking public! I, I, I wasn't even watching it because I was I was writing up about trailers. You talked about them knowing their audience. What the fuck up is what was up with the Tron announcement? It's, has anyone even seen Tron in here? Yeah, not <laughs> I've never fucking seen. I, Tron. I never have either. What really? It's good. No, I just Everybody know it. Saying that. I just know it looks fucked up. Like it's just <laughs> dudes wearing black jumpsuits with like neon stuff all over them. That's the only thing I know about Tron. Throwing frisbees. I yeah, think. Throwing I, frisbees. Think, I think the Tron announcement was um, mostly they were trying to find a way to tie it in with Hollywood. Um, so there's the movie coming out next year, and Olivia Wilde is hot. So they got to have her come out and you know walk around on stage in a short dress. But other oh. than that, I mean, does anybody give a shit? I kind of do. Is it an MMO? Like, did we even see what it was? I would no. be extremely surprised if it's an MMO. They, they probably they haven't like decided yet. They had a press release today. Like, I should know, but... I mean, I, 
It, it looks it's like just, trash. Just email Disney, like, hey, what kind of game is this? this could be MMO? We're not sure. <laughs> well, I mean, Tron 2.0, which was the Tron game they made before they were ever announcing new movies or anything, was fucking fantastic. But that, again, that's like Monolith, and they just make fantastic first-person shooters for the most part, or used to. Okay, they so I have, the, an- I, have the, I have the answer to what the, what the game is, all right? So it's, uh, it's called Tron Evolution. It's being made by Propaganda Games. And <laughs> Ironic. It's an, yeah, it's an action and role-playing game. Action and role-playing. That's kind of well, what actually, Tron wait a minute. Was, that doesn't make it, It's an action-adventure game. I'm sorry. And Propaganda Games is primarily known for making action and role-playing games. Oh. So it's an action-adventure video game. Hmm. Which means absolutely fucking nothing. I mean, that can mean <laughs> can mean a million things. The saboteur is a fucking action adventure RPG. So there you go. Ah, oh. oh, man. Best uh, Jim, did you know that Assassin's Creed Two got best action adventure game? Yeah, no, I, there was a, a litany of people telling like on. Were they? I got messages on Steam. I got messages on Twitter. Hey Jim, Jim, what do you think of this? <laughs> Say something funny. Say something funny, monkey. <laughs> um, what I don't understand I is how Uncharted 2 got Game of the Year and was in the shooter category, presumably. And Uncharted 2 is neither a shooter nor an action-adventure game, allegedly, but gets Game of the Year. Like, it was all of those things, and it didn't win the individual categories. They probably they probably had to keep certain publishers happy. That's what, I, that's what I'm assuming, is that that's you don't get that name up there. That's my conspiracy theory belief, anyway. You don't think like, uh, Uncharted 2 is an action-adventure game? No, I think it is. I think oh, okay. I think that the, the, the fact that did not if you would call it game of the year and then either not put it in the action adventure category or put it in there and not give it to it that makes no sense. So I I can't look at these results and not think simultaneously that the audience is retarded for making South Park Let's Go Tower Defense play the best game based on a movie and also that there is some heavy heavy bullshit involved. Megan Fox shouldn't win any award ever. I think basically it was open to the public unless a publisher had a say. <laughs> and then it was whatever they wanted. Assassin's Creed Two, ludicrous. Hamza, what's your what's your game of the year? Uh, I have to go with Halo Three ODST. Really? I just I really like what they did. How they changed the um, the Halo universe. Halo Two and Three were fucking garbage. They were fun, but they were just garbage compared to what ODST is. I like the whole element that you're not a super soldier. You have to like kind of think what you're going to do ahead of time. You just can't go into the fight. Um, and Firefight is awesome. It's just so much fun just doing that with three other friends, just spending a couple hours on one match, just playing one uh, Firefight round. It's really fun. Hmm. So, I mean, you're a big Halo guy, so I gotta ask, did you play any other fucking games this year? Yeah. <laughs> just not a lot of the... Uh, I, I really actually haven't touched any of the games except for Left 4 Dead 2 on our nominee list. For, so, uh, so so no. You said yeah, and then you said that you haven't played any games other than Left 4 Dead 2. No, I... I yeah, okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a tickled web you weave. You tried. But ODST is a good choice, though. I think that ended up on my list. Seven or eight or so. I'm staring at the box right now. I haven't put it in yet. Yeah, I have one that's still in the package. It's uh, It's not bad. You guys should try it out. It's like a four-hour try. I got it. I, I got it from Goosex just for the Nathan Fillion aspect of it. He's Can not you just good. look up his clips on on YouTube and not even bother playing the game? I could maybe, maybe play something good. But then if I get Halo Three ODST, I can sell it on eBay after getting my free Goosex copy. It's true. And then everybody wins. Yeah, but <laughs> I want to play Except it. For I, never, I never, I never beat Halo Three, which is absurd. Like I oh, probably played like through seventy percent of Halo Three, and I was just like, eh, you know what, I'm done. 
and I just stopped playing. Well, according to people who have beaten it, that seems to be what the developers did too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like, wait, Master Chief's dead. Oh, wait, no, he's not. Look. I, I don't even know what that's all about. So, hey, guys, I got, I got some good news here. This is breaking news I got um, for a PR email. And the subject is, this, no shit, iCarly video game is perfectly sized to fit into your holiday stocking. <laughs> and so the email starts off with, no, I'm not even kidding, OMG! Need <laughs> oh a last-minute stocking stuffer idea for tweens or tweens or teens or whatever the fuck this says. And then, of course, they can get a sample if we need it. So if you guys are down with that, I'll hook okay, you guys I up. need a review of that shit. Saw, I saw a copy of the, D- is it a DS game? Because I saw a DS iCarly game at, at like, Best Buy the other day and thought about like buying it for you. What's well, a DS game and a Wii game? So I actually I have the Wii game, which is a funny story. <laughs> that was why but... I didn't get it because I was like, you know what? I bet Nick has a copy already. Like the joke won't work because I'll already have a copy of the iCarly game. Yeah, I have the iCarly Wii game. Uh, the, the the guys who do who are working PR on that also work PR on Jurassic: The Hunted. So they caught wind that I was looking for Jurassic. <laughs> that, that's a perfect matchup. So, so they caught wind I that I, I bought the Jurassic. Up. <laughs> and uh, they told me they wouldn't send me a copy of Jurassic unless I also accepted a copy of <laughs> <laughs> So they both arrived. It was like the most perfect fucking package I've ever gotten. So iCarly, iCarly for the Wii is like this really weird like WarioWare kind of game with, I, with the iCarly characters in it. Except it's just not fun or not really quirky. You know, like, like WarioWare is. But mm. I don't I know it, what iCarly is, but I think it's great that everybody makes fun of you for it. Yeah, yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. So I actually like I made a new account on our on on our 360 debug. That's o- OMG I Heart Arc I Carly. So I'm hoping that I was actually playing. I was playing recently Matt Hazard, the the Matt Hazard XBLA game. Uh-huh. And every time you die, Matt Hazard comes back with your fucking gamer tag on top of his name. And like every time I die, it's like I Heart I Carly OMG on top of it. It's just hilarious shit. All I know about iCarly is that I'm glad we decided not to renew our cable subscription because I have a child in the house. And so I'm trying to work and I hear in the other room, I know, you know, it's fucking drove me mental. Is it, is it kind of like a Barney or something? Like it's like really a Nickelodeon do. kids show about the internet. What's about the internet? Yeah, it's these two broads who have an, like an internet web show and uh, it's like the most popular thing in the universe and they have all these guests yeah. and stuff. The only the only similarity it's got with Barney is I'm sure that both main characters have had several men inside them. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like God. it's it's like propaganda for cam whores, for young cam whores would be. Mm. Yeah, basically, it's like oh my God, you could start a webcast and or, or you know a blog and you'll be super popular. As we know, that's not true. <laughs> Unless you have tits. Yeah. Because actually, that's that's actually not that's I don't pretty know, good I pragmatic found advice. I that's not true as well. <laughs> <sighs> uh, self-deprecation. <laughs> All right. Well, we're about so, we're at about half an hour or more. We're about like forty-five minutes. Well, the site's been down for like twenty hours, so we have to at least match that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's just start doing this. Do. Let me what's, what, what stories do we have in the pipeline? Like when the site comes back, like what's going on? Like I, I wrote about the Prince of Persia. You, what do you guys think of the new Prince of Persia game? Did anybody uh, see the trailer? I saw his, I saw the mawkish new face of the prince. It's yeah. absurd. He has like his, his hair is very funny. His like hair a cat. looks terrifying, and he has like this tiny little fucking nose and like these small little beady <laughs> eye like features. A he really that's a good that's he really does. 
So, so but, but apparently the game takes place after the Sands of Time, but before the Warrior Within. So it doesn't continue the trilogy. It's just like they were like, we made a trilogy, but we're not done yet. We're just going to shoehorn uh, a game in there. So that will explain how the prince lost his personality and good voice acting between <laughs> the games. Actually, um, I think the guy, the guy who voiced um, the prince in the three games, is is back. That's good. Oh, here, here's my question. No, I meant Nick. between. I meant between Sands of Time and Warrior Within. It's the same because guy. Sands of Time. No, he's talking what about the personality it? change. Nolan the the no, no, Nolan in the first Prince of Persia, in Sands of Time, he had an English accent, and in uh, Warrior Within, he had an American accent. Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty positive it's the same actor. Oh, well, he should have done it as the first one. He was Let brilliant. Prince as a character was great in the in Sands of Time, and then they just totally took everything that was good about him out. For I mean, Warrior Within as a video game was really fucking good, but the Prince as a character just kind of sucked in the span of one game, which was a shame. I, I'm mistaken. It's not actually the same actor who did the voice uh, in the second. But he did come back for the third the third game. He was he I wasn't think. as bad in the third. The um the Dark Prince was a good character. Uh, what what interests me is uh Cowzilla or Matthew Razak pointed this out in the um in our email chain that you know when they were when Ubisoft was pimping out the new Prince of Persia the one with Nolan North and the one that was uh you know the one button does everything sort of thing they were like really excited like this is the new Prince of Persia franchise like we're starting over it's like you know it's the way you treat James Bond where it's something completely new and then they have to turn around and pretend to be excited about going back to Sands of Time <laughs> trilogy for the sake of promoting the Jerry Bruckheimer movie. So are they are they officially splitting the series? Like, will we see a continuation of the, the old stuff and the new stuff? Or are they it done? Like, so I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, I don't think they've said yet. I, I would like them to continue what they did, because I, I know some people didn't like the last Prince of Persia game. I mean, I, I personally loved it. I did, I too. I the look of it, and I had a lot of fun playing it. It wasn't the most difficult game on the planet, but um, I, think, I thought it was well done, and I think it would have been interesting to see where they were taking that story, particularly because of the way the game ended, um, kind of left it open to, you know, a couple of things could happen. But the fact that they're going back to the, the old Prince, it's like, cool, like, I really like that Prince, but I thought that story was kind of done. So, yeah. I, 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 don't want them to, I don't want them to just make another Prince of Persia game just, you know, to, to make one, you know, just to time it with the, with the film. I mean, it could be good, though. We'll see. I haven't seen the game at all. They wouldn't show it to me. They were showing it off to Prince at, um, when I was at a Ubisoft event in New York, and they told me to go fuck myself, and I was like, cool. <laughs> he takes this like, so well, doesn't he? They were like, nice Assassin's Creed review. Like, oh. All right, I'll, I'll go over here now. Play No More Heroes. They didn't too. mention... They did not... It, I know they for a fact they did not mention Assassin's Creed 2, because otherwise I'd got an email about it. All right, if you... You'd have emailed think, me you, saying, Jim, you so. you're not allowed to review things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You'd it's, have told me. You'd have I said, oh, yes, yeah, so I saw Rubisoft, dick. I would have done that a long time ago. I would have had that they conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, first, the first GDC I ever went to, uh, Christina from Bioware sat down next to me and mentioned that, that Jim didn't like Mass Effect all that much. I was like, I don't know what to say. It was, it was really awkward to be sort of held responsible for, for something you said. I had told you the story that... What, she did with me when she took me outside during the Destructoid party and started crying because I didn't like Mass Effect. What? Let me hear this. Yeah, she was kind of having a hard you, night, though. She, she took me Wait outside minute, of the... Before we go any further with this, is this, is this a story that we, we want to be telling? I'm cutting this out of the whatever... whatever. No, 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 no. 
it's it's perfectly fine because she wasn't actually crying. She was just fucking with me. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but she took me outside of the club and started fucking crying. <laughs> and I That's was stood there like with this woman crying at me in public. <laughs> it was That's... pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, she mad props for that. How long did it go on until was, she admitted she was joking? Quite a while. Longer than... Long enough for it to be awkward. <laughs> She's pretty cool. So recently, Submit gave, like, a uh, rock band... Lego, Re- Lego rock band, like, a 6.5 or something And like he that. thought he was the baddest kid on the block. I know. He was totally so showing the oh, man yeah. what for. He sent me oh, a man, text message. Oh, man, they're not going to send me any more copies. Oh, ho so he sends me a text message, and he asked me, he's like, should I top story that? And I'm like, no, because the game came out like seven months ago, and <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. Um, but, but then he, he followed it up with, he said, um, he said oh, like, uh, you know, John Drake, the guy, the PR guy, and Alex Navarro, who works for Harmonix, they're never, I can't look him in the eye the next time I see him. So I text him back, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I talked to him, and they're really, really pissed off. <laughs> so, so the next day, and, and it never happened, obviously, but the next day I, I talked to them, and I was like, can you guys please send Submit an email and just be like, you're really disappointed with the review and get, like, really upset, like, really, like, upset about it and be like, I can't believe they let the sports guy review this. And, <laughs> you know, like, do you have any CDs other than jock jams? And, stuff like that. <laughs> and they were going to do it. Like my, like, my original plan was, like, I was asking, I was like, please, can you get Alex Rogopoulos to send them, send him this email, you know, like, directly from, like, fucking head of harmonics and they're like yeah, i don't know if that can happen but maybe we can send them an email i guess they just figured it was you know it wasn't worth their time where they didn't want to get in trouble with it but that would have been great <laughs> to submit when, he wouldn't have understood that they were kidding and then he would like probably never review a video game because yeah. yeah. the, the thing is it would be a joke and submit does not get those <laughs> so it, it would have been marvelous I think I think just the, the the mere fact that we're submit bashing makes this an unofficial podtoid episode. <laughs> I'm not bashing him. I just think it was pretty funny that. No, it was, it was funny. He was all he was all worried about it. Thinks he's such a rebel. <laughs> so you got to tell us about your heavy rain origami. Oh yeah. So t- so today the embargo is up for heavy rain. Um, that great P- PlayStation Three game that's coming out next year that everybody's waiting for. Um, it's Quantic Dream's follow-up to Indigo Prophecy, which is just such an artistic masterpiece. Um, anyway, I so, liked it. I, I, I liked it too, whatever, I'm just being a douche. But So the park <laughs> was up today, and you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't want to say anything at all. So instead of actually previewing the game, I'm, I'm doing like a, a piece on how to make the origami from Heavy Rain. You know, that little, that little thing they have in all the promotions. Because when the, when the origami killer kills people, he leaves these little pieces of paper in their hand. It looks like a fucking crane dog thing or whatever it is. And when you install the game, there's a 12-step sort of walkthrough on how to make this origami. And I guess the game is going to come with a square piece of paper with little, like, blood on, blood on it. So you could make the origami yourself. So if Destructoid worked, right now you guys could be at home or at the office making this origami. But unfortunately... God hates us, and nobody's making origami today. So what? What about the game is is bad enough to warrant <laughs> origami? I, you know what? I like... I'd love to see that on a sign outside a church. God <laughs> hates us, and there will be no origami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to say too much bad about the game because I, I they gave me that. It's I guess it's the first. I don't know what they're calling it. I, it's not really the first chapter because there's about like six or seven scenarios in the game, and you play a bunch of different characters, but. I will say that the game starts off like incredibly slow, like the most miserable, slow gaming experience I have ever had has was spent with the first 
maybe 45 minutes of heavy rain. It's basically you like get out of bed and you look out the window and then you stretch and then you look out the window again if you want <laughs> or you could walk to the door and pick up a, a, a note and then you read the note and then you could look at a picture and then you could open the door and then you could pee and then you could flush <laughs> the toilet and then you could go into the, 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 you know, the bathroom and you have the option to brush your teeth and then when you're brushing the teeth you could use the six axis to kind of like you know, scrub your teeth. Seriously? No shit, that happens. And then you could go back and forth with the six axis, and then you could shake it up and down too. And then you could shave if you want to shave. That's cool. And then when you shave, you have to like, you move the analog sticks real slow or you're going to cut yourself. But when you cut, but it's an electric shaver. So if you cut yourself, you just nick yourself and your character's just like, like he doesn't like cut <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really cut his face or anything like that. So, I mean, it's almost inconsequential if you do it too fast. Um, and then you take a shower, and then you dry yourself off, again, using the six-axis. You do a little oh, wiggle God. of the six-axis. And then you go downstairs, and you fucking walk around some more. From from what you're telling me already, I can tell this game was supposed to come out like three years ago when the six-axis was cool. Yeah. You know, when all the developers were yeah, doing thought, it. I thought PS3 exclusives have given up on that now. Like they Uncharted should. goes away with it, rightfully so. Yeah, but I mean, it's not—it's not that bad. The whole wiggling of the six axis—it's not a big deal. Like, but the first time you do it, you're like, "Yeah, I'm drying my hair," and you're like shaking the six axis, and it really feels like you're drying your hair. <laughs> <laughs> there was. To turn uh, the crank. I did play. I played the little demo thing they had at PAX, and that little—that one little level was actually pretty fun, but. Again, I mean, you know, everything you do in the game is basically just a, a, a simplified QTE, but there were certain parts where uh, I think Summit said it best when he made a really awkward orgasm noise talking about how, you know, you have to really carefully put stuff back onto the shelf or else the guy with the gun will hear you or whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm like hoping this, it's good. I'm hoping it's good too, but I, like, I have some other problems with the game. Um, that like I get that the whole thing, it's like all QTEs. It's not a, tr- a traditional game. It's not like based around like heavy action or, or anything like that. Like, I didn't expect the game to be Uncharted 2 or anything. But, um, you know, like, there's something about, like, the, the writing is maybe not where I want it to be, you know? Like, it seems a little bit awkward. Like, there's some stuff that happens in the game that just seems like that, that would never happen in real life, you know what I mean? So very early on in the game, I, I don't want to give too much away. It's really hard to talk about this game because it's all based on, on narrative and story. And if I say too much, I'm like, what's the point of fucking playing it? Um, but there's just some stuff that happens in the game very early on that sort of like is the basis for what your character does through the rest of the game. Oh, fuck it. I'll just say it. So you lose your, you lose your kid early on in the game. So it starts off with you and you're, you're this, you're this guy, you have a nice house, you're an architect and that's, that's the dude who wakes up and, and washes his hair and he, he waits for his wife and kids to get home and then you help her with the groceries and then you play with your two kids and then everything's great, and you have a birthday party, and everybody's all happy, and everything's very bright and very sunshiny. And then in the next, in the next scenario in the game, you're in the you're in a mall, and your fucking kid just walks off. Like he just he just walks off, and, and <laughs> just for no fucking reason. He's an first of all, like he's an 11 year old kid, or maybe he's 10. So a 10 year old, a- any rational 10 year old who was raised correctly would never just walk off in a fucking mall like no, this. Kid did. My six year old doesn't just walk off. Right, so just based on that right there, like, as, as a parent, I have an 11-year-old kid. There's no fucking way my kid would ever do that. So right off the bat, second chapter of the game, I'm like, this is totally fucking unbelievable. There's no way this would happen. Like, whatever. So the kid walks off, and you, you pretty much you run around this crowded mall, which is the most 
crowded mall you will ever fucking see, ever, <laughs> for no goddamn reason. Um, it, there's, a, there's a carousel in the middle of the mall, and there's all Black kinds Friday. of shit happening. Yeah, it's like Black Friday at the mall. And then, and then eventually at the end of the, the, the sequence, the kid ends up, he, he walked across, he left the mall, he walks across the fucking street for no reason. Why would the kid walk across the street? Why would he do that? There's just no reason for it. The kid walks across the street, you finally get out of the mall, and you see him, and you're like, oh, Jason, where are you? After you've been frantic for like 15 minutes running around the mall. And then the kid sees you, he turns around, he goes, Dad! And then without looking both ways across the street, he runs across the street towards you. <laughs> Surprise, he gets hit by a car, oh and he dies. God. I know, this is sad. Is it like, is, is, is the kid actually, like, retarded in the story? No, the kid's not retarded <laughs> in the story, and that's the problem. It's like, what the fuck? That would never happen. If for some reason, you know, the guys at Quantic Dream wanted to, to kill this guy's child and sort of, like, you know, to set up the character and how he's going to act for the rest of the game... Figure out a better way to do it than have him run off in the fucking mall like a freaking goddamn dog and then run into the street. I'm pretty sure most dogs are smarter than that, man. I don't think they'd fuck with cars. So, I mean, whatever. It seems like a little thing. And, you know, just right off the bat for me, it's just like, who, like, why would you, why would you write the game like that? You know, like, if you want me to feel for the characters. Don't make me think they're fucking retarded from like the get go with the game. That's actually the reason I hated lucidity. That little bitch couldn't make the smallest jumps. I thought I was like helping a retarded person get through their day, but not in like a fun, uh, you know, make make a wish come true kind of way. I felt like I was helping some fucking stupid person just jump on on things and jump around things that she could have done on her own. Yeah. Well, they did add checkpoints. They did add checkpoints. So now my retarded person has a second chance in life every once in a while. Yeah. I guess there was only one at every level, though. Oh my god! I'm s- I'm sad to hear that Heavy Rain might not be all that though, because I'm a big fan of Concept Dream. I just, I mean, you know, I- I'm looking forward to it just for the experience, just to see. I mean, in a- in any case, I'm looking forward to finding out for myself whether it is good or bad. But you know, so I'm still yeah. looking forward to playing it. I'm still, it's still a-, a very anticipated game for me in 2010. Um, but now it's kind of excitement mixed with morbid curiosity that's kind of a bummer because like the the first you know indigo prophecy had one of the great beginnings of of i guess Mm. adventure games or whatever the hell it was you know uh just in terms of bringing you into that experience so to hear that that stabbing a stranger to death in a uh, a restroom and having to find a way to hide the body and get away without getting the cops on you has been replaced with six axis toothbrushing is kind of a bummer yeah, I mean, it, and it goes on for a while, too. Like, you go downstairs, and you can open a fridge and drink juice, and then you can put the juice down, and then you can make coffee, and you can pick the coffee up, and you can put the coffee down, and you kind of, like, have to do all of this stuff, or at least it seemed like that to me. Like, it seemed like you had to do, like, X amount of things before your wife and your kid would come home, so I kind of felt like I was just aimlessly wandering around my house, you know, with nothing to do, and I guess that it was trying to teach me how I could interact with the environments and different kind of things that I could do. For me, it was just—it was just really, really boring. You see, they uh, did the game... some of that in Indigo Prophecy, but it was optional. You know, Jim just cut out. Like you he- do it, heavy you rain. kill yourself. What's hmm? that? Sorry, never mind. Everybody cut out for me. Oh, for like five seconds. Oh, yeah. I, what I was saying was Andrew Andrew Yoon from Joystick. We were, we were talking about Heavy Rain. And, you know, I asked him, I said, what do you think of Heavy Rain? And I expected him to just 
like most of the people I, I've talked to, kind of give me like raise their eyebrow and be like, what the fuck is the deal with that game? <laughs> um, because honestly, a lot of people have been saying that. I think a lot of people that I've talked to about the game have been saying like it's an interesting game, but I don't know if I like it. And that's kind of how I feel about it too. Like I, I've been really negative about it um, talking to the talking to the staff. Like I've just been kind of bitching about it for a couple. <laughs> I of think weeks. that's because Submit was the one who was looking forward to it, and it's just we just enjoy. Oh yeah, that too. Bopping Submit's bubble. Yeah, the minute he was like, "That's my most anticipated game of March," I was like, "Well, your March is <laughs> right after he turned black." And he's not gonna buy that shit until July. I know, and he can't buy well, it anyway. He's, he's... He's going to complain about it on Podtoid about not having it until someone buys it from him. He's basically a beggar. I'll, I'll, I'll buy him a copy again. And then he'll not play it either, man. He's had that no. copy of Bioshock for like fucking months. Hasn't yeah, touched he, it. He will just play MLB The Show again. He still hasn't played I've Portal, never known someone still. who is so poor and complains about not being able to buy stuff. And he has a pile of video games that when he does acquire them, he doesn't play them. What was really funny, when Uncharted 2 came out, he was like, I want to buy Uncharted 2, but I can't afford it. And then I asked him if he had any games he wanted to trade in. And he was just like, nah, well, you know, I don't really trade in games. And I said, okay, well, what games do you have anyway? Just you know, out of curiosity. He's like, well, I have Bioshock, I have this, that, and the other thing. All these games that were piling up that he wasn't playing. And uh, so I was like, why don't you just fucking trade those in and get Uncharted 2? And he's like, well, I, you know, again, like, I don't really, I don't really trade in games. And I said, well, you're not playing Bioshock, so if you had Uncharted 2, would you play it? He's like, yes. And I was like, well, then go to fucking GameStop and trade them in. Like, what are you, what are you complaining I about? I remember this conversation. Like, he was, I, I, don't, I don't like trading them in. But you'd, surely you'd like playing Uncharted more than trading in, like, these games that you're never going to touch. You better not trade in Bioshock. We all bought them that. We bought them Uncharted 2. Oh, right. Well, well my bad. <laughs> We obviously know. Conrad bought him a Bioshock, though. So yeah, basically, that's right. we did. Basically. What, what he's doing is theft. <laughs> well, he's doing he won't is help himself. amazing games. He won't help himself. And he expects everyone else to help him. He is like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so going back to, to Heavy Rain for a second. So... The thing, like, um, the game starts off really, really slow, and, um, you know, Indigo Prophecy didn't. It started off, you, you'd stab some fucking dude in the bathroom, and it's like right away, you're kind of like, you're, you're gripped, you're pulled into the game. So, you know, when I was, when I'm, I'm my preview's going to go up later in the week, I was actually waiting for um, some answers to some questions from the guys from Quantic Dream, and I got them back today. One of my questions basically was like, why is your game so fucking boring for 45 <laughs> minutes? And um, so basically what, what, uh, what David Cage said was, he said he wanted to experiment. Uh, you have to do it in David Cage's voice. Yeah, I want to experiment with, the, with this game. It is good. Is that, what he, is that what he sounds like? Kind of. Okay, He's got well, a wonderful on. voice. Here, you read it then. Hold on one second. <laughs> hold on, it's coming. All right, go for it. With Heavy Rain, I wanted to experiment something more traditional. Strange sense, but experimenting traditional solutions is something I often have to do being a game writer. I try to take time to build my characters, give them some backgrounds, let the player know them intimately, so when the story actually starts, they will feel a strong and deep empathy for them. They will really share how they feel. 
In short, the player will care for them. Of course, the slow start is not done through cutscenes. Everything is played by the player, which really allows him to participate in the background of the character. And he puts slow start in quotations. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess he doesn't agree with me that, it, that it's a slow start. But oh, I mean, no, I would... brushing your teeth is the most extreme thing a man can do. <laughs> Think about it. You are brushing your teeth. That's a ludicrous concept. <laughs> I mean, I can sort of understand where he's coming from, like, you know, from a, from like a, a, a typical storytelling standpoint, like the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs at the diner isn't necessary, and technically is kind of boring compared to what happens later, but it lets you know who the characters are and stuff. Maybe he's assumed, mm. perhaps wrongfully, that, that the brushing the teeth and the just hanging out on their day was, was actually sort of compelling in, yeah, a, in a character building way when it maybe is... wasn't. The trouble with Quantic Dream, and I, I, I say trouble because, I mean, it's still kind of admirable in a way, but they they want games to be films. But the problem is games aren't films and never will be. So... Really? Okay, that, good. that wasn't just me? No, yeah, it was super interesting. Maybe, maybe David Cage came and killed Jim. <laughs> this the is what I think about traditional... I'm experimenting with different journalistic killing solutions. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't want to be, you know, again, I don't want to I'm not reviewing heavy, heavy Rain, I'm previewing it, so I don't want to I don't want to shit all over it. Like granted, the beginning of it was pretty boring. It does pick up. There are some things in the game that happen that are more interesting than brushing your teeth, but I think overall the experience <laughs> that I had, <laughs> that's the best compliment you can come up with. <laughs> I was talking. I, there, there was one uh, journalist, well, ex-journalist that I was talking to in particular, and you know, I, I, I had asked him what he thought of Heavy Rain because he, we were at a Sony event and he was playing it, and uh, I expected him to be, to give me this really kind of like highbrow answer about it, you know, about like storytelling and like how the, you know games can, you know, sort of elicit emotion from you and this and that and the other things. So I said, what do you, what do you think of Heavy Rain? And he hesitates for a second, looks at me, and goes, "Well, it looks good." <laughs> so I don't know what that says. Sounds a lot. Sounds like a lot of trouble. It really does. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of the game that's that's still left to be explored, and it could get really, really compelling. Um, but I guess based on what I played, I wasn't I wasn't really compelled at all. I wonder why they gave you the introduction. That seems odd to me. Why? 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 Why just give him a tutorial essentially? Well to, well, to be fair, it's like four hours of gameplay that they gave me. So they didn't just give me the teeth brushing. So I brush my teeth. I help my wife with the groceries. We do the thing with the kids. I lose my kid. And then it cuts to another character, um, which is a, a, this detective character. And there's a pretty uh, – you, int- you pretty much – you interview somebody and then you get into like a, like a pretty badass quick time event fist fight or you, or you have the option to. Um, and then you're a detective – and you do some investigation stuff. Again, doing investigation stuff, it's not like you're trying to solve any puzzles. It's like you're literally walking around the field, and then the game is prompting you to look at things. No, and that's, that's how right. that and that, and pretty much that's how you're putting the clues together. Like it doesn't, you're not making any kind of, you're not making any connections yourself. The characters are making those connections, and you're just finding the things in the. You're just following like you know breadcrumbs in the environment to get to the next thing. So it's not really. Play it as doesn't. A girl? I did, and then yeah, and then there's the. You also play as the female character. Um, you see her tits. You do. You see her tits, Hamza. <laughs> nice. 
Alms <laughs> <laughs> is a man of simple taste. So pretty much game of the year. So if, if, if Halo Reach doesn't have any tits and Heavy Rain does, we'll uh, Reach have some uh, competition next we, week. We have apologies to make to submit. I think, I think uh, Heavy Rain will be game of the year. I, I think you should vote for the saboteur. You should go back on your 2009. I can't do that because the fucking GameStop guy is still. I, I still don't have a, a working tit code. Dude, you know it's really okay <laughs> to go back there and say I really want this DLC because I paid sixty dollars yeah. for this oh, game. Wait a minute, doesn't doesn't the tit code come in the box? It yeah, did, yeah. and but you know GameStop does the thing where they open up the boxes and then you, they give you they put the disc back in and then put tape over it and hand it back to you and say, okay, this is a brand new copy. Here's the real so, story. So probably Anthony a copy that. To go to Walmart to get a new copy instead of some some uh, box some dude opened. Well, I, I just just GameStop was the only place around that had it, and I went there and you know the guy had, just gave it to me. I had the thing inside, but I went home and put it in. And it said it had already been used. So some pervert working at GameStop took the fucking code out, put it in, played the game for like a week, put the disc back, wanked off a couple times, presumably while laughing at the misfortune of whoever would be unfortunate enough to get the fucking game after him. And then just put it back in there and pretended it was all okay. And I still haven't called him on it just out of laziness. But I don't you could actually you could submit um, a complaint online. I think that's yeah, they don't. So do you anything. could just fill, you could, yeah they actually do. Well, they, it's done something for me. Like if you complain online, the DM might call you and then apologize profusely, and you just need to be like, I need my tit code. And <laughs> see, I was supposed to get an army of two codes. I remember this, and and, and I, I was pretty pissed because I didn't get it, you know, because I really want my gold guns when when I can get them. All right, and and you know, I I emailed them instead of uh, They're going firearms, to firearms, You won't oh. have solid gold arms. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but anyway, it was just like I'm sorry. Um, that that was this is a response email. I didn't get a call because I'm not Nick Chester, but I got I got a, just a canned email saying we're sorry. This stuff happens. There's nothing we can do. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's my bummer story. Next time I'm gonna be like, I'm fucking Nick Chester. I want Pretty my pre-order just, code. You just need to keep complaining. So I used to be a manager for for GameStops. As long like if you get a customer who just doesn't shut the fuck up and just keeps like coming at you, like you're you're an attack dog, Brad. Like when it comes to like a lot of things like I can't believe you just weren't on their ass about that just don't leave them alone eventually they're just gonna break down and like if they need to send like a fucking stripper to your house Anthony they'll do it just to get you off their back alright <laughs> I need tits of any kind whether they're in the saboteur or not I paid for tits just generically exactly. so yeah you need to do that and you already have a closet right so you can hide from her later yeah <laughs> that's what I do anyway that's how I react to, to breasts anyway <laughs> it's your two components you know I think it doesn't it add? No, wait, maybe it doesn't. I'm trying to think. Like, they're, they're, uh, I, I hit this the other day while I was playing the Saboteur, and we haven't played about, We haven't talked about that game really yet, have we? We did a little bit on the last I, pod toy. I was driving, and uh, I had a bunch of Nazis on me, which is usual, because like, I, I accidentally hit a Nazi in the middle of the road, and I get like alarm level five. But the, there Learn was, to drive. I never had that problem. Oh my goodness, I can't drive in that game at all. I don't. The, know the, the, the driving controls are awful in that it's, game. It's it. centered. That's that's the deal. Like instead of it being like in front of the car, like whatever they did there, the mechanic is like in the middle of the car. Well, it's got the that's most. That's how cars were like in World War Two. <laughs> it is authentic. It's got some yeah. of the worst delay. I mean, it's it's the same problem that Mercenaries Two had, where it's got such a delay. Like it's just you know it's a, it's minute seemingly, but uh, you know if you see it written down, but it just feels like so long when you press the stick to the car then moving. It goes stick, car moves, stick, car moves. It's not yeah. 
G- I mean, even GTA 4, as horrible as the, the mechanics of her, like, turning were by making quote-unquote realistic, at least they were responsive in terms of quickly, whatever you did would quickly happen. You get adjusted to it, though, with time. That's one thing I found with the saboteur. Um, let me finish my point real quick. You can, uh, a green line will show up on your map where typically hiding spots are little green dots on your radar. Like, uh, as you're driving, they'll actually show you an entire green line to a hiding spot. Like, I've never seen that before until today, and I wonder if that was part of the DLC as well. It must I be. I didn't get that. Yeah, because I don't remember reading about that in our previous coverage. But I yeah, didn't, you, I didn't the sap- see a, a line, even with the tick code in. Oh, really? This was no, out I in the country. Um, oh, man, I was way northwest. Did, did you put? Are you sure you didn't put down like a? You weren't on a mission, and you didn't put down a, a marker and just forgot about it? No, 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 no. This was a green line, not a purple or a yellow. It, it was. Uh, it was actually following a stream, and it wasn't blue. Like I'm not colorblind, like some there people. Haven't been any. Fuck you. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> there haven't been any updates to the game since I played it. Like. Not, not that I know of. I haven't downloaded anything. But I, I wanted to add, though, that my first ten minutes in the Saboteur, like, I was... I, I did not like that game at all. Like, that game is terrible. Were there glitches? Do what? Were there glitches? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah with glitches, right? No, this I mean, is the, the worst game, game I've played since Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> I actually watched... I watched your ten-minute taste the other day, Brad. You can't yeah. drive that car worth a shit, dude. dude. You were you all over the road. What is your deal? That was that was my first try at that game. Like I, that was literally the, the the first ten minutes of me in that game. And like you cannot control those cars when you first start playing. I, watching I watching Brad footage of Brad Nicholson play games is one of my new favorite things because every time it's a different game and every time you see something new about Brad, like in No Russian, like oh what's Brad gonna do? And he like immediately starts <laughs> mowing down civilians. And then fucking in Dragon Age, you see he has really awkward like PG thirteen sex with Morgan. And it's like I'm 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 finding out so much about Brad just from what he chooses to show us through his gameplay videos. Let me, let me give you a little insight into me. I can't push buttons fast anymore because I, I don't have like that. Because too much muscle? Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, like, all I do is, like, lift weights and shit, right? So I lost, like, all my fine motor control. Like, I can't I can't even do, like, when you need to hit a button real quick, like, if I need to hit X, like, 60 times in a minute, I can't do it. Like, I cannot move my fingers that fast. Well, so, like, I have to do other to play heavy rain. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that's the problem. I hate quick time events just because I can't do it. Like, you can't I, hit I can't X move. once a second? You no, know, I can't. I can't, dude. Sorry. In heavy rain, cement, you're gonna need to hit X more than once a second, dude. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna dry your hair properly, <laughs> you gotta get on that shit. But anyway, the saboteur, I really like it now. Um, I, I think I think the uh, the extra shit, the the ambient stuff that they have is is way too much, though. Like, have you guys got that feeling? Yeah, n- numerically, there's probably too much stuff there, but I mean, it's still fucking fun, though. Yeah, you know, like, I, I actually cleared out one area. It's in the country in the northwest. There were, like, 76 targets. Um, I, I got an achievement for it. I, I didn't even know I actually sit, I sat there and, and killed 76 things. Like, I, I'm really surprised I, I even had the time to do that. But, like, man, there are, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds throughout the city. Like, it I don't gets, even know what to do. It, it does get a little bit tedious after a while, but I think what I really appreciate are the uh, the perks and how... You know, you know, they're basically just achievements, but actually with you know in-game rewards. So I felt more compelled to complete them. But like this, just this morning, I did the uh, the one where you have to escape from a level five alarm, and level five alarm is the is the highest. So you have the Luftwaffe coming after you, and the only way you can escape is to either get to this one like well that's in the northeastern corner of the map, or get to the top of the Eiffel Tower. And it was just it was really fucking epic, and you know not 
a, not in a scripted story bullshit kind of way. It was uh, there was a one point where I'd run away from this big group of uh, cars that I'd just blown up, and there was this long uh, bridge that I was going down. I said, fine, okay, I can get to the end of the bridge, maybe I'll find a car, whatever. The second I got on the bridge, a huge fucking tank showed up on the other end of the bridge, and I, Davis heard me from the other room just go, shit, as, high, as loud as I could, and then jump off the bridge, and as I jumped off the bridge, the tank fired, the, the rocket went, like, right over my head, and I landed in the water, and then swam away to safety. Like, it was fucking, there was so much... The interesting thing about Assassin's Creed 2 is that it's a bunch of interesting things for, like, non-linear, emergent gameplay that aren't harmonized in a really good way, because the game's not hard enough, and there's never any need to do that stiff stuff. Saboteur is a bunch of really awkward mechanics and things that don't quite work in theory, but the game is hard enough that you do need to use all <clears> that different shit to make it work. Like, you can't sleepwalk through... At least, because I turned it up to hard mode, just for the sake Oof. of it. And you can't sleepwalk through that shit. It actually requires strategic thought, and is really much more thrilling than I thought it would be. I, I was on normal for a while. See, and this is where I'm at anymore, man. Like, whenever I play open world game, I immediately put that shit on casual. Like, I played one mission on normal, I was like, fuck it. And I just put it on casual. And really? I yeah. I, I, I did one thing on normal. I did an ambient free play and got shot at for about a minute straight by three machine guns that were kind of far away, so it reduced their damage, and got away with scot-free. So I was like, fuck it, I got to turn this up to hard. I can't, I can't right. handle this degree of forgiveness. Well, well I mean, I... I mean, it's not like I, I got totally destroyed, but the problem is, like, I assumed towards the latter end of the game, it would just be insane. Like, I'd be getting shoot, shot by, like, you know, 800 dudes or whatever. I, I don't want to have to, like, restart the game. Like, I had to do a prototype and put it on easy. Like, prototype taught me, like, the, the biggest lesson on the planet is don't fuck with these games. Just put it on easy. You, you got to admit, that boss was hard, man. I don't know how you guys beat that shit on normal. Like, that boss uh, was bullshit. Man, Actually, it, all, all the bosses in Prototype could have stood to be balanced at all. And I guess that's something I should have mentioned. We all picked open-world titles. I think Anthony and I picked uh, Red Faction Guerrilla as one of our games of the year. Like, mm -hmm. mine was, I think it was, like, number five on my list. It was somewhere around there for me, too. Which is a bummer, because it implies that it's not really a big thing to me. Because this hasn't been the best year ever for games. But, you know, I really like my first four. And, but Red Faction Guerrilla is, in some ways, I, I would recommend that above... I don't know. I'd recommend it above Arkham Asylum or something like that, just because I don't think anybody is going to play Red Faction Guerrilla without someone recommending it to them. It yeah. doesn't just jump out to be played. And it is too bad, too, because the saboteur is almost... If, if the, the controls were just a little bit better and some of the mechanics just a little bit more refined, I, th I think the saboteur could have had a chance to mm -hmm. uh, be just as good as Guerrilla. Like, that yeah. was the fun thing about Guerrilla, running around destroying shit, like, kind of working towards some, some weird, too bigger-than-you goal, and it was so close to being there. Yeah. And it's, and, and and I guess I should mention that I think Gorilla was the best open world, you know, action game of of the year. Like way better and infamous and prototype in my opinion. I think it's one of the best open world games ever. I think that and Saints Row Two and maybe Far Cry Two are probably the best open world games I've ever played. And yeah. the Sab Saboteur probably a little bit after that, but I, I need to beat it to fully. Yeah, like that's the thing. I, I'm like continually warming up to this game, and I don't know why. Submit. What's up with you? Uh, I'm supposed to be in a final right now, but I was, uh, exempt from it. I got an email from a professor this morning. So How'd you get exempt from a final? I, I don't even know. I just got an email. She told me I had to come here. <laughs> no, she just emailed me this morning and was like, you're exempt from the final because, like, you did some stuff on the last quiz. Because we don't want you there. I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> you gave I Rock Band Lego Rock <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't ask. I'm just... Fucking bullshit. I just get out of my class. F. 
Spent my You'll put everybody else off of their test. They'll look at you and say, that's the one that gave Lego Rock Band a 6. <laughs> I gave it a 6.5. No, they won't remember it correctly. All they remember is the negative stuff, so you'll be the 6 guy. They'll hate yeah. you forever. Yeah. They run um, down. No, I've actually, um, in terms of uh, stuff on the games of the year list, uh, I, I mean, there, you know, there are some sports games on there, certainly, because I like sports games. Sports games are awesome. And there were a lot of really awesome sports games this year. Um, <laughs> what I'm were those sorry. awesome sports games, Sports Sarkar? Tell me. You have <laughs> said the phrase. I, 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 I'm trying to be the one who defends you more regularly now, but you did say the phrase sports games at least six times in the span of ten seconds. <laughs> that, was, that was the idea, though. That was the I, point. I, but it, just, it almost gave me an aneurysm. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> sports, sports, sports. I'll eat um, that. Hockey fucking sucks, though, but Madden's all right. Madden uh, this year was the best it's been since the uh, last generation. Still, buggy, you still got big problems. You lose. Oh god! They they um. Brad, they, please let him speak. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. They no, it, at launch it was um, but they 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 put out two title updates now since then, and uh, a lot of the stuff's really been fixed, so it's uh, it's really good now. Um, and NHL 10 is is fantastic. It's, it's you know the, the best one. I mean, they're all really good. Uh, and yeah, I think I, number three on my my top ten list, uh, which was actually only like seven or eight games because I I'm poor and I don't play lots of games, um, was MLB 09 the show. Um, so, have you, have that, you finished Portal yet? Finished. I haven't started Portal yet. Yeah. Oh for fuck's sake! It could be Portal in have like you? twenty minutes. <laughs> I've uh, I spent the weekend. What was I doing? Um, God God came down and exempted you from that final so that you could spend. <laughs> time that you would have spent doing some bullshit final presumably about fucking sports because that's what you take classes in so you can fucking play portal i i was actually so it's funny i i, I called my dad and i was like hey i got i'm i'm checking my final today he's like oh good you can put up the christmas lights now so that's what i spent the last hour doing that is not a good excuse no <laughs> indians don't celebrate christmas <laughs> <laughs> says you um, I don't either. Ter- terrorists do celebrate Christmas, Summit. Let's give them credit. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, that's cool. Um, no, so, so you I- actually put out the Hanukkah tree. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. You put um, out the Kwanzaa jack-o'-lantern yeah. instead of fucking playing Portal. <laughs> the Kwanzaa jack-o'-lantern? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we... Uh, yeah, yeah, that... That, that was no it. excuse, Summit. You pushed your yeah, father yeah, down yeah, and say, I'm Christmas, playing Portal. We had a Christmas egg hunt. It was awesome. Um, so, Wait a minute, uh, that's Easter. I'm so confused. Oh. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I started... Bad at holiday, Sarkar. Bad at holiday, Sarkar. Wait, breaking, breaking. Is Samit still talking? Yeah. Alright, cool. Check this out. It's <laughs> 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 a good joke. Hey, Nick, did you check your mail from PopCap today? No, I didn't, I didn't get anything. What'd you get? I got a, a thing about Chuzzle, apparently. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, the package? In the mail? Yeah. yeah, I got that package yesterday. It's like these little fuzzy Chuzzle balls with eyes on them. Yeah, I don't really know what this is, but it looks cool. What the fuck is know. a fuzzy Chuzzle ball? I, I don't <laughs> that know. sounds like a really awful <laughs> sexual thing. <laughs> yeah. it, it came with a skin for the iPhone, too, but I don't know what the fuck the Chuzzle game is about. Yeah, yeah there's no press release with it, either. It's just like, hey... Here's an iPhone cover and four uh, colored balls with cheap they eyes should, on. They should have had a trailer for that at the VGAs. That would have been that would have been awesome. 
Would have been better than that. Uh, man, what was the trailer you posted? I can't even remember the name of this game, Nick. Like, what was it? What the? What, you mean the lame trailer? Like, or the or things things that didn't need to happen? Uh, well, uh, Deadliest Prime? Warrior or something? Yeah, what, that's what's... it. Deadliest Warrior. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, the TV just... show. Yeah, that's a TV show on Spike, so it makes sense that they would... Yeah, there's an XBLA game coming out by the guys who made all those fucking Godzilla games for the GameCube. <laughs> sure. <laughs> shit sounds brilliant. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I'll post a picture of the chuzzles today in the forums, guys, so you, you know what we're talking about here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I That that um, that trailer for True Crime, that, that is a one franchise that I did not need to see come back. Nobody needed no. There's no. There's no fan of true crime on the planet. It's the like first, the first game wasn't too bad. I know well, everybody thinks that. Amazing. Every th- this is everybody has the exact same opinion of true crime. The first game was all right, I guess. It's always I guess, and then the second game wasn't that good. Fucking yeah. put that in quotation marks because that's what everyone thinks. And now they brought it back as if we all thought it was Metroid Prime or something like that. Well, what's well, Nick, confusing? Sorry, go ahead, Brad. No, Nick reminded me that. Or he didn't remind me. Fuck, he told us the other day. Like, I didn't know about this. There were dragons and, like, zombies and shit at the end of the second one. Yeah, so the entire fucking game, you're this cop. And it's just, like, this straight-up GTA open-world L.A. game. You're, like, arresting people on the street and, like, shooting bad guys. And you're, like... And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, it's a fucking dragon. Yeah, that was really weird. I I played... I think I I rented the the first one and I beat it. Um, I think what your character's, like, Nick Kang or something, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, and then I I bought the second one because it was like three dollars at Circuit City or something, and I, <laughs> I it was I'm a sucker for like games that are in set in New York, so it was you know because it's true crime New York City, and I was like uh oh, whatever it's got a GPS accurate version of Manhattan in here, so that'll be kind of neat. I can drive around and real quick Manhattan. sad story. I actually got the game for the same reason because I thought I was going to go to New York University for college and then didn't. And so instead, I got True Crime New York and just ran around New York shooting people to, to justify the fact that I couldn't be there. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Continue. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, no, so I, I You never... know it's sad when Summit says it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you've, just, you've just garnered pity from Summit. Yeah. Well, no, uh, what's strange uh, that I didn't realize, I just I, I happened to look at the trailer um, like on, on GameTrailers.com or whatever, I, it seemed weirdly strange to me that United Front, the same people who are developing Mod Nation Racers are developing the new true crime game, which, I, that is just like polar opposites, that it's like kind of really just mind-boggling. That is me. very odd. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, I don't uh, <laughs> that that game, I don't really get, and, and it seemed like, oh, it's like, yeah, I have some guy in the triads, and he's running through like Chinatown, whatever, I was like, alright, I mean, sure. The only good thing about the first game is that Gary Oldman played about five different people in it. <laughs> and then Christopher Walken was one guy. And oh, that's he, and right. Christopher yeah. Walken was in it. Yeah. He, he did the, maybe the worst line readings I've ever heard. It was so great. It sounded like Christopher Walken doing a bad Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The city of angels. Funny. I haven't seen one. Like, he literally sounded like that bad. It was perfect. That was actually pretty good. That was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but in terms of the other stuff, I don't know. Did you guys already talk about the VGAs? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, yeah, then yeah we talked about that already. Much occasion. Right. What about Arkham Asylum 2? What do you think about that? Where the fuck? Why is that coming out so soon? I don't know. It's this weird thing where games yeah, I really like are getting very sudden sequels. I kind of like it. Like, well, I'm not going to boycott it. It's just going to be an expansion game. of the original. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They're going to stop supporting the first Arkham Asylum. 
Yeah. They, they, they <laughs> Where's that free DLC and weapons? Exactly. No, I, about Arkham Asylum, I mean, I'm I'm just confused about. I mean, I have, let me say I haven't I haven't beaten the first game yet, um, but I, I I'm just like they're saying like Arkham is moved or whatever, and they, and they have this. The trailer seemed to give this impression of, of uh, sort of some kind of open world game, but in like Gotham or or in some sort of city environment. Um, so I don't I don't know. I'm I'm sort of apprehensive about you know like Batman plus GTA kind of thing and. I, I don't know. What's I would happen. be I would be very very surprised if they go in in that direction because the first Arkham Asylum is is such a good exercise in restraint. You know, mm. you really there's really only three things you're doing in that game, but they're developed in such a way that they feel legitimate. You know, there's no there's no Batmobile sequences. There's no Batwing, even though it would be very easy to to sort of throw that in and have acidly. So I would be very surprised if the same guys who made such a restrained first game would then go and say, okay, now it's GTA, it's Grand Theft Batman. Do it, go. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They... It depends what the publisher tells them. Right. Well, was... well, wouldn't they, wouldn't they be more they free to do whatever they want now, now that it's successful? Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, the, the publishers recognize, what, what is it, Square Enix now officially? Like, right. Hopefully they, they understand what made the first one a success enough to let yeah, them but, do whatever they but do want. You, do you think they were just like, where, where Square Enix was just like, hey, this one really got a lot of positive buzz. Make another one now, by the end of next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. I mean, that could be. You What's know, the date for that game? Is it is it actually 2010? Did they even date it? I don't remember I mean, seeing I, a date. The trailer in the trailer. I, think they, I think they just told second. us it was coming. Right. So the trailer. I mean, there's no official release yet. So hopefully, I mean, I imagine that that might be something that'll be like sometime next year. We'll hear like, oh, well, it's been delayed to 2011 or something like that, which I would be fine. Or not with. even delayed, but just announced for 2011. Or yeah, whatever. Um, but I mean, speaking of the you know restraint stuff, I mean, I, I know. Uh, so I remember them saying in, in interviews or whatever that they they had vehicle sections in Arkham Asylum originally, but then they cut them out because they you know they they couldn't get them to work the way they wanted or whatever. Which is I was so happy that you know that was the thing that happened. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm worried just in the fact that you know there's this this developer that that really came out of nowhere and has had sort of a massive massive success, and, and you know now maybe they don't know what to do with it or or, or what are they going to do for the second game? But I mean, I'd like to has some faith in them, so we can only wait and see. I will say that the, the VGA reveal of it was very cool. I think the, oh. the whole VGA show should have just been that reveal, and that is the <laughs> end of the show. Don't do the awards <laughs> bit. Just have the Joker present burst open, and men with gas masks run out. Have the Joker, and then that is the end of the show. Wait, is that what <laughs> happened at the award show? There was a yeah, present? I didn't see it. So There was a present, and it was basically like like you see in the cartoons and the movies of when Joker stages some attack on a like one of Bruce Wayne's charity balls or something, this present burst open and two heavies with gas masks came out with gas guns and sprayed green gas at the audience. Oh, that's awesome. Badass. It was really cool. Um, that's the only part of the VGAs like I've seen outside of the trailers, and I'd like it to remain that way. <laughs> Spec Ops was a, a pretty hip reveal. I don't know if you guys talked about that yet. You've been here the entire time. I, I, have, <laughs> I haven't, because I left. No, we didn't talk about Spec Ops. No. Dude, game looks awesome. Does, is that, it looks is, like a shooter. A, that's a like series, a, right? A, well, okay, just a, forget about the series. PS One series. Yeah, so it's like, like that's like the true crime of military shooters. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's worse than true crime, man. That was a total bargain bin title, um, all of them. But this I, one I looks think, like I it's think... it's taking the cool direction of like just having like some kind of like psychological twist, like 
where you get the idea that the protagonist isn't all there. Like he's kind of doing something rogue, but just like uh, just terribly rogue. You know, like he's just, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you elaborated on the original adjective of rogue. Well, so. yeah, here's the deal. Like, he's That's what they should off. call the game, Spec Ops Terribly Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, here, here's, here's what I'll do. I'll tell you to look at the trailer and watch the dude pick something off a corpse. You know, because he, he's just fucking weird. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the whole tone of that trailer really really made me happy. It's kind of like, it reminded me of, of the tone prototype kept until the very end of the game, where he just all of a sudden was a nice guy again. Like, yeah. I, I like the idea of having, like, a grim, kind of, like, fucked up protagonist doing bad things uh, you know if they keep with that it might be a really neat title well, what I didn't even real I didn't gather that from the trailer all I just saw was like an upside down American flag and then did you like, listen to him? a dude shooting things oh well I mean I mean so I an upside down flag is terribly rogue <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and I obviously I chose poor words there but if you listen to what he says, and and I don't have the comments in front of me immediately, like whenever Destructor comes back up, you can read you can read what he says because I, I wrote it in the post. Oh, so all right. does anybody know anything about it, about the game other than from the trailer? Because they they announced a bunch of stuff about it. Okay. So it takes Did place in Dubai. Apparently, that's Dubai. In the future, that you're or seeing what? in the trailer, what is it? In the, I, do you know? I don't know. They, did, they didn't really get into one of those, okay. but like the, the main other countries aren't really susceptible to to the passage of time as far as American video game companies are concerned. <laughs> if we so need Paris, Nazis to be in Germany now, they're in Germany. Of course, why not? So it, they're, what they're saying is they're saying there's like dynamic sand in the game. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the big, the big fucking point. technological gameplay feat. It's dynamic sand. So right. it's spec I have fracture then. <laughs> I, have the, I have the press release in front of me. Check this out. I can't spec decide whether dynamic sand is a better subtitle than terribly rogue. I think it should be two sides. I think it should be terribly rogue colon dynamic sand. The, the word they use is this is the wording cataclysmic sandstorms. Hmm. But anyway, here's the line here. Spec Ops the line unfolds within the destroyed opulence of Dubai. Once the playground for the world's wealthiest elite, Dubai has fallen victim to a series of cataclysmic sandstorms. Oh, the city's no! ultra, <laughs> <the> city's ultra modern <laughs> architecture lies half buried under millions of tons of sand. That That's very cool. sand that blankets the city plays a mark. Helps throughout the course of the game. You, what? I, I think you just dropped out for half of that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah. did. <laughs> so you said. So, so the last thing I heard was there's zombies in it and a dragon. Uh, you fight a dragon. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> you guys missed it. You guys missed it. You you drop through the sand and fight a dragon. That would be. I, I honestly wonder why why more games don't just embrace that stupidity. Like, playing Serious Sam and Zombie Driver, like, one after another, just made me wonder, like, why the fuck don't people just... It's just a, If you're just making a game that's just a game, why not have zombies mm. and fucking dragons come out at the end of, of fucking GTA 4? I will say that for the Uncharted series. Like, they... Both games pull uh, from dusk till dawn on you, where it just suddenly random shit that is not part of the established game world just happens. And it's it's never set up properly, and it's always yeah. kind of weird it's, and awkward. Well, at least in the in the sequel, they, they but I like the it when they do it. <laughs> well, and yeah, in, in Uncharted Two, at least they have the idea. They, Are you going to defend like, this? Early, no, early on in the game, where you go into that cave, 
using the blue torch or whatever, and they, they have the they establish the idea of these. It's like oh, they have, their teeth are black or something like that, and they they all killed each other or whatever. So you you, you get the idea. They hate each other live. What's weird yeah. about those those the monsters things though is they they don't even really feel that relevant to the because like once you get there you you fight them for like a few seconds, but then it's back to okay you have to go kill. What's his face? Well, it's like a scooby thing, man. Like, you take off their hood, and it's a dude, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, and, and, then, and then they keep repeating it with these dudes. Just, like, let it die right there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't... I didn't get that. But, but uh, related to Spec Ops, tangentially related, um, I saw a YouTube video recently of um, these... Uh, like, like, you know, the, the Burj Dubai, which is, like, the, the really crazy tall... Uh, uh, building in in Dubai that I think is maybe still under construction. That uh, I saw a video of these uh, of the window cleaners because they have to clean it because they, they they the building gets covered in sand and so they have to clean it every so often and it's like these you know fucking guys on uh, bungee ropes or whatever like I don't know 200 feet up or whatever and and they're cleaning the window and there's like I don't know something like 17,000 square feet of windows on this thing and it's yeah it was it was weird. I do think Dubai so we, is kind I, of an interesting location to choose because it is it is pretty much just a really nice symbol now of you know it's like the ozymandias poem just it's such a fucking arrogant sort of a uh, symbol of, of ha- look how much money we have oh wait we don't actually have that much money brb and then they never rb yeah well that's i, I wonder if the game will I mean, that's why you know they're saying it's in dubai and hopefully it'll do something interesting with the setting because the the big thing in dubai is this, this contrast this this juxtaposition of this Again, this opulence of, of these buildings, and then you have like right next to them just like slums, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Max Payne's trying to do too. The, ne- the next one, or wherever he is in Brazil, or well, something. That's, yeah, I thought it was in. That's in like the uh, the favela, guys, right? Guys, I just need to bring something up totally unrelated. Um, Grim has just posted in the Destructoid staff room the best back of a game case ever. Um, it's for Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword. And the only text on the back is, if you notice, for a DS game, the graphics are pretty good in comparison to most DS games. <laughs> the, of the, game, and the amount of enemies on the screen at once is very impressive. Who, who wrote that? It, it's not quoted or anything, so I'm assuming that that is, that is the game selling itself. Is that, oh Grim's not just making a joke? That doesn't sound real. It's no. He's posted a picture, an actual scan of the. What coast. is this in the uh, the campfire? Yeah. yeah it's, if it's you in- notice yeah. for a Nintendo DS game, the graphics are pretty good in comparison to most DS. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta post that on the site. Yeah. Yeah. Out. We can't. Here, here. You see, uh, that, that is the story of the year, <laughs> right there, and we can't post about it. <laughs> This is the most amazing I've ever seen. There's no. I hope to God that is real. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be photoshopped, right? That's got to be. I hope. I hope. I pray that it is not. That is so fucking great. Brilliant. I don't think there is a human being on Earth with the the intellect to come up with an idea of shopping that. That is so subtle. That is like genius. Like self-deprecation. It's got the Nintendo seal. It's well, like, then it's please, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not photoshopped. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't go around looking at photos. But... That means it's quality, man. It's, it's got the, <laughs> the seal. That means it's real. Does you guys Any know these genuine things? Photo. Any photo on the internet. 
has to have a Nintendo Switch. When you go buy a game at a flea market, if it's got that fucking seal, dude, you know that shit's legit. Because it can never be faked. Nobody could ever just cut out the fucking Nintendo seal and copy it. Uh-uh. That you remind me of some that someone on like the bash.org where he said there's there's a there's a spider crawling on my monitor and somebody else said take a screenshot. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is though, if you look around the Nintendo seal, there are these little triangles. That's really fucking hard to cut around. <laughs> it is just as complex as a passport. <laughs> so I, I hate to be the guy to say it, but Ninja Gaiden Dragon Swords is rated T. Is it? it says says rated D for everyone, so maybe this was some sort of mock box that they had on game, like you know, on a shelf at GameStop. Yeah. Either way, shit is hilarious. That is that is still a really good yeah. <laughs> back of a box. So Hamza, you, you're you're going to be quoted on a box soon. It's a pretty good quote. Oh yeah, you are. Can you oh, talk yeah. about that? Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, bro. <laughs> I'm Dude, sorry. Tell. This is the best quote ever. All right, tell anyone. Because you said it. No, because what what's being said? Let me find it. Uh, where's the email? Uh, it, hold on. Is it better than Jim's Left for Dead Two quote? Because that was pretty. Yes. Amazing. All right. Then I have to hear it. Nick, do you have it? I can't find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, dude. You were incompetent. I don't remember. Man, but what what game is it for? Even. Uh, Dimension for... Two. Okay. Is it boring? Dangerous? DS FPS. Is that what oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Except it's not. Right. It's not a shooter. This it's a is horror. the quote. This is the quote. Dimension Two will really fuck with your mind. So is that taken out That's of context? It will no, fuck no, with your I mind because that. it's so bad and you won't enjoy the game because it's not a good no, game. It's great. Or... It's, it's, this is great. It's the I best game it. ever. I salute you, Hamza. That's. Compared to other first-person horror games, the graphics are pretty good, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) The speed speed of the the game is impressive. (laughs) (laughs) So we get quoted on... We've gotten quoted on... We were quoted on Wet. I think Dale was quoted on the box for Wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to get quoted on the Dementium thing. We've been quoted in a bunch of ads, too. Yeah, I, I, I got quoted at Telltale for the Sam and Max finale. Yeah, I don't know if anybody realizes, like, how that works. Like, Like, you know, we're not... We don't get paid for that kind of shit. I don't know if anybody thinks that that's how that works at all. But I think they yeah. do now. Yeah, they do now. Because Thompson's like, that's the best game I ever did play. Ward <laughs> 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 is a very scary game indeed. <laughs> so, so pretty much what happens is we so we write these previews, and then it usually happens with Dale because Dale likes to write these like he likes to wrap his his previews up with these really kind of like very quotable sort of generic not not to say that what dale writes entirely generic but he tends to do it a lot like he writes these really like just really quotable deliberately writes to get on a box (laughs) is what you're saying (laughs) what you're saying is that dale has no legitimation he uses cliches uh and it's not bad but right like maybe that's what it is but anyway we so we'll get an email we'll be like can we please like use this this quote from your preview or whatever and they want to use it on in like the ads and stuff like that and we you know we can say no and I think we have. I think like Ben Perley like tried to get quoted a bunch of times, and he was like, he like shuts it down almost every time because the, what they tend to do is they tend to kind of take it out of context. Like they'll, you know, like I think I've, I I wrote a band hero um, oh, news story. I wrote a band hero news story once, and I actually quoted 
the the press release. <laughs> so I quoted the press release, and the press release was like, Band Hero is the biggest entertainment event of, of the season. And then I wrote, like, after that, and I was like, well, I, well you know, well, I agree. And then I made some sort of dumbass, sarcastic comment about Taylor Swift. But they wanted to actually just quote the part where it was like, where 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 it says like band hero is the most biggest entertainment you know event of the season well i agree and they wanted to put that on some on some box <laughs> so like they actually like i got a phone call and it was it was basically like somebody calling me to say like like i know you're not going to fucking say yes to this <laughs> and uh of course i didn't say yes to that cuz it was so ridiculous but i mean we don't get paid for that shit so i don't want anybody to see that stuff and you know think we're like selling out because we put our we put our name. I, we only say it because we only say yes because we like video games, and it's really fucking cool to be quoted. Yeah. By a video game. It's not. It's it's you purely. Know. It's it's nothing as evil as as a lack of uh, journalistic integrity. It's just us being fucking immature and liking really simple yeah. things. <laughs> well, yeah. I I also like I I have to find out like what I've been quoted for because I I got an email from um from EA and they wanted to use a quote from I think my Madden Ten review for something for. You know, the, I, I, he was like, "Oh, well, you, like, was it like passing is completed with the A button or something?" <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the sequel to last year's Madden. <laughs> uh, no, I I forget what exactly it was. Something like, I think it was like this is the best Madden in, since like last generation. I forget what it was. <laughs> this is the best Madden since Madden two thousand seven. Um, and and he was like, "Oh, we like we'll use it for like you know like box art or like TV ads or this or that." And I just, like, he was like, "Email me like later on." To like, if you want to know what we used it for, and I just haven't emailed them yet, and I, I should. Sometimes they don't use that shit for anything. Like they'll just try to clear like fifty quotes, right. and then they'll decide to you know choose from there. I certainly haven't seen the quote anywhere. So yeah. So what's yeah. really funny about that is they don't need to clear any of that shit. Like they could just use our quotes without asking us. Why do they clear them? So, so that they're not because they're not dicks, I guess. It's a courtesy. Yeah. That's unusual. Well, because they can just rip out the context, like my Dragon, or not my Dragon Age, I'm sorry, the, uh, that fucking MMO, you remember that, Nick? Was it? Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons online? Yeah, they, I don't remember grabbed, what you said. Yeah, they, they grabbed it from an interview where I, I, I put a modifier in front of it, of course, but I, I said this, you know, the best MMO, or best free-to-play MMO, because it is pretty feature-rich, but, you know, that's how I led into a question, and that was, uh, that was something we turned down. Isn't there well, one we turned down and they did it anyway? No, that happened to Pearly with Crimecraft, right? Uh, well, uh, Jim, what did they... Didn't someone want to use your quote, but then they wanted to change like the word Jimpressions, right? Yeah, they wanted to quote me for Mirror's Edge. And, and I said... Because I was, I was doing that Jimpressions thing, which I thought was hilarious, but no one else did, so then I stopped. Um... <laughs> But I, I ended uh, the de- my demo Jim impressions of of Mirror's Edge by saying I am seriously Jim pressed with what was in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then EA said, "Hey, can we use this quote? But instead of Jim pressed, can we say impressed?" And I was quite upset. I, <laughs> I don't. That would have been much to their advantage to leave something that weird in in a fucking quote for an advertisement. <laughs> That that's fucking that's like how uh, Penny Arcade the the first episode of that game they uh, they their entire ad campaign was run around an angry comment oh, from yeah, someone who didn't yeah, like yeah. the game it was like this game this game sucks horribly and it's made by retarded people Penny Arcade is as funny as something that isn't funny at all and like that was the quote that was on all of their advertisements for the mm. for the episodic game and it was fucking great 
I mean, it made me want to buy it just to see what the fuck the, the guy's deal was. All right, we've been going on for a while, actually. Yeah, we should yeah. probably end this here. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good we have one. some listener questions, if you guys give a shit. Listener we, questions? Why do we have listener listening? questions? What? I tweeted. I was like, hey, we're doing a podcast. Got right. questions. Our Twitter. Let's, wow. let's, do, let's do one or two. Give me, give, me, give me two. Damn, even I didn't tweet about this. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if Submit didn't tweet about it, then you know this is fucking unimportant. I am right, hashtag Yankees. <laughs> hashtag no, it's not that it's unimportant. Yeah. I, had, I had restraint. <laughs> Are you once. practicing now? For, for once. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's going to be my New Year's resolution. Right, to, to tweet less, it can't be to, like to play better video games or to play more video games. It just, it just play good video games. Fewer hashtag Yankees, hashtag playoffs. Question. <laughs> yeah, that won't question. be around until right. next October. Damn it. <laughs> Trav did he ask if you could be if you could have one Zord, what animal would it be, and what would the Mega Zord morph together to be? Um, first of all, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a Power Rangers reference, was it not? Yeah. I heard the word Zord. Yeah, he Zord. wanted to know what kind of Zord you would have. Next hey, question. Next question. Uh, a ferret. All right. Next question. <laughs> we would all what be otters it? and we'd morph into a mega otter. Next question. Ooh. Why does Dante's one. Inferno have tits aplenty, but Bayonetta only teases and teases and teases? That's Kyle Gamey. That's actually it's, an interesting question. Everyone knows that the tease is better. Yeah. That is mm. why those non-nudity sites do so well. You get these sites that aren't porn. It is just people in bras. And they charge people. And people pay. <laughs> oh, here's a pro tip, guys. VictoriaSecret.com <laughs> Jesus. Is that, is that free? Dude, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get caught, you can just be like, Oh, I was looking for lingerie for my girlfriend. And we all know, Summit, you were looking for lingerie for yourself. <laughs> Um, no, but speaking of, of Dante's Inferno, I, I played that demo this weekend, and man, they were shameless with, uh, I mean, that is a God of War clone through and okay, through. Okay, so here, here's, here's the thing about that. I'm going to cut you off right here. Like, <laughs> I, okay, so the game, the game totally rips off, you know, quote-unquote rips off God of War, okay? We fucking get it. There are a lot of games that rip off God of War. Um, right but down not, to not this shamelessly, though. It's not, though. God of War. What's the it's, fucking difference? It's not. Call of Duty, it's an the original action one ripped game. off Medal of Honor. Oh my god, OMG, you have a gun and you if, shoot things in World War II. If Dante's Inferno ripped off God of War, then God of War just ripped off, like, dozens of other action games like, that I'm not came a, I, I'm, God of War. Right, I'm not arguing that it doesn't play very, very similarly, if almost not exactly like God of War, but at this point, who fucking gives a shit? Like, that's the first thing everybody says. Did no, no, you no, enjoy not, it? Did you think it was good? Well, that's, that, that's what I was, um, was going to get to. I'm saying, like, I didn't think it was bad. I'm just like... It just, it just rips off God of War. Right, but the thing is, for, for me, as a, as a, as a P- right, well, as a PS3 owner, that game, like, Dante's Inferno is coming out, I think, in February, and, like, I'm just going to wait for, you know, the, like, to me, like, that's the pretender to the throne, I'm just going to wait for God of War 3, which is going to come, come out a month later. Well, let's know? be serious, you're not going to buy God of War 3 either. <laughs> yeah, I will. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna know that we've all forgotten what day your birthday is, and then you're going to, like, tweet it out just very subtly, and then we'll buy you that. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I'm... I'm planning on buying God of War 3 because that, that's I mean I, I'm going to finish God of War 2 first but yeah um, <laughs> Next I just year. like it was so it was just so brazen in, in how how how, shame, how shamelessly I don't God think of... it was I don't think that, I don't okay, think no, it was shameless everything there's, in that game there's, there's okay you, you hold R2 the to combo open the system chest. 
or whatever. You, oh, you hold R two to block. Oh Whoa. my god! No, 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 no. Done in any game before, Smith. Wait, wait, wait! Everybody, calm the fuck down. Everybody, calm down. Submit, submit, talk, and nobody interrupts submit until he's finished talking. <laughs> no, like, all right. So what you have look, square, squares are light attack. Uh, tri triangles are heavy attack. Um, you know, X jumps. You can double jump. Uh, they switched around. Oh, sorry, they switched around block and magic. So in, where God of War has L1 to block and an L2 for magic, it's L1 for magic and L2 to block in, in Dante's Inferno. I need um, to, I, wait a minute. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I need you to stop for a second and I want you, I'm going to describe a game to you and I want you to tell me what game it is. Oh, uh, one, one button does heavy attack. One button does light attack. You press X to double jump. How many fucking games are like that? Oh, an arch <laughs> block. I'm sorry, like but the control using a control scheme is ludicrous. That would be like every PC game where you use WASD to move. Right, no, no, no. And, and if you look no, at the console side, just look at the uh, just how profound Halo's control scheme is now. I mean, every game uses it, even your beautiful yeah, I mean, Modern Warfare Two. The the control using a control scheme to say one game is ripping off another is ludicrous. If no, anything, not, now I, I've not... played the combo system is completely different. Actually, Dante's Inferno has more more similarities game-wise to Dynasty Warriors than God of War. And as someone who's extensively played God of War and Dynasty Warriors, I think I'm in a good position to be able to say that. Stylistically and combat-wise, Dante's Inferno is more similar to Dynasty Warriors than God of War. It's not ripping off Dynasty Warriors, mm, I, but it I, is I, more I, similar to that game than God of War. I've played lots of God of War and lots of Dynasty Warriors, just like you. I, I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, I just feel like... In terms of the the feel of the game as well, it's just like you know you've got this instead of the blades of chaos, you got a staff, and you know you, you it's like he moves the same way too. You know the right stick dodges. Um, you know there's you, you can't control the camera. It's just like God of War in that respect. Submit, as well. submit, submit. Do you think it would be more fair, perhaps, then to say not necessarily that it is a ripoff, but that it feels pretty much identical to God of War two to you? I mean, in the same in the same way that people say the bayonetta feels like uh, Devil May Cry, right? Yeah. I, I, I would I would definitely say that, and I feel like it's just it's it's even even more so. It's just, it's just like the way it's it's so completely similar in terms of of uh, of the controls and the 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 feel of the game and like the things that you have to do. There's like oh you you kill things and you get souls and you use those souls to upgrade yourself. That's and you... in so many games. So that's in Devil May Cry as well, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. I think like, it's I just mean, the genre. It's a genre thing. God of War does not encompass the entire action genre. Dante's Inferno yeah. just does what most action games do. I guess. I, I just feel like it It's. It does the same thing God of War does, except it doesn't do it quite as well. It looks really good. Um, it's running at 60 frames a second, so it's really smooth. It's just that because it's at 60 frames a second, it doesn't look as... Um, like the, it's, the visual fidelity isn't as high. Um, which is something that you know Insomniac discovered, and now their games aren't going to... They're not going to bother with 60 frames a second. Um... But uh, I mean, I'm like it, I had fun playing the demo. I just feel like I'd rather play God of War. You know? I think you'd rather yeah. just play Madden. <laughs> Why can't you play both though? Because it's submit. He hasn't played Portal yet. No, but I feel uh, like again, I'm feeling. Yeah, like I don't think me. you should be allowed to buy God of War three until you play Portal. It's it's you know, but it's a question of again where my dollars are going, and I'm like I'm not going to buy the same game twice. And I traded a God game. Of... What do you mean you're not going to play the buy the same game twice? You buy every Madden. I don't, though. <laughs> I've only bought Madden two years in a row once, and that was 2004 and 2005. That is still the same game twice. That is still or sorry, the same Madden game twice. Madden 04 and Madden uh, 05. You, 
you no, no, those aren't the same game because Eddie George's numbers go down astronomically between those two years. Eddie George is my man. Michael Vick's on the cover of one of them, and Ray Lewis is on the cover of the other one. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, <laughs> that wraps up whatever the fuck this is. I don't know if it's po- is too. <laughs> this is too long to just post in the fucking forum. I think I'm going to put it on the Podtoid page just it's to fucking do it. It's called Supplemental Podtoid. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be another EX Guidance Alpha. Episode. Just just no, just call it call it Podtoid. Um, fucking terribly rogue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be the title. Yeah, Podtoid Podtoid one twenty eight point five terribly rogue. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. All right. Well, this... Hopefully the site's up again, huh? It's not. Not yet. Not. No. But uh, in the meantime, good. watch Ray's awesome. Uh, well, you can't even do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work. I want to work. Uh, yeah. I've got like six. Go do some guest posts on One Up. <laughs> just go to the guest. Go, go to the One Up community blogs and just pretend it's the Detroit homepage. <laughs> just just make posts as yourself. Make references to Destructoid things. Link to things that don't work anymore because Destructoid is down. Just act like, just act completely natural. I'm gonna go not play Portal. What the fuck, man? Seriously, it takes like a forty minutes, maybe. That's that's what an exaggeration. Right now, I've heard it's like three right. hours. That's oh, that's not true. Three hours is definitely an exaggeration. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, but I'm stupid. Um, it's it, no, no, no. It's that's the thing that's good about it is that it takes it takes a, a premise that seems like it's going to be so complicated and so distancing that you're not going to be able to do anything, and it and it feeds it to you in incredibly smart chunks and incredibly gracefully, so that by the, the end of the game you're doing stuff that is that 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 you would never have imagined you could do at the beginning of the game, all within the span of like an hour. Yeah, it would only take three hours if you insist on talking about football in between levels. <laughs> It, no, only I, if in between every challenge room you just put the controller down and go, and just walk around the, 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 your room just really irritatedly. I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I told you I want to play episode two before I play Portal. Not, not, for, any, not for any particular reason. I just sort of do. I you just want to be you, awkward. Do you have like legitimate like mild OCD? I, maybe I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, I do like uh, certain things in in order and you know things like that. I don't know, but. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm. That's the way I'm going to do things, and I'll, 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 you know, I will play it. I mean, fuck it. I'll, I'll play it before Half Life Three comes out because that's going to be in what 2012. That's never going to come out. You, you might as well just, just burn your copy of the Orange Box right now. <laughs> or sorry, Half Life Two Episode Three, not Half Life. Ah, oh, that is so awkward. They just need to come out and say, okay, start calling them all Half Life Three. They need to fucking do that. Well, it's been what? That was 2007 that Episode Two came out, right? They should so. have called Left 4 Dead Two Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well. All, All right. right, well. I'll talk to you guys I'm, later. I'm, later. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, Tom's are still here. <laughs> here, just cut it. <laughs> D- done. <laughs>